<laughs> Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, the Seventh Heaven Podcast. I'm your co-host, Lady J. And your other co-host, T. How are you, T? Good. I just, I'm, <laughs> it's just funny that you and I didn't do our usual dance. I know. <laughs> That's why I'm giggling. Well, let's just get into why we didn't do our usual dance. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. So if you're tuning in, you know that this is our classic end of season recap episode. This is our season four recap. And as always, we are joined by special guest, Otik. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> I really want to see this dance. Yes. <laughs> we, we, we've been talking about like recording it and putting it up on social media. Oh, so. no. <laughs> That'll be awesome. Because everybody just needs to see this shoulder shake that we do. It's like a shoulder dance. It's little pretty hip-ish. awesome. It's pretty much the best thing ever. Yeah. Um, so welcome back. Thank you, thank We're you, thank you for having me. We're super happy to have you on our season four recap. Um, so yeah, man, season four, mm-hmm. like what a whirlwind. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Your thoughts? Yeah, just like first, like general impressions. Okay. What are you thinking? Um, so my biggest issue, I don't say issue, but my biggest, um, like emotion that comes out of this season right off the bat is how different some of these characters, like where their storylines are actually going. Very different than season one and two. Um, especially seeing how you have this like... But not three. <laughs> I mean, it's almost like like they're slowly transitioning, but this season made it really obvious. Like Simon's and Mary's character, like I want to say Matt pretty much stayed the same. I mean, they're... There's just so much going on, and some some of it's good, some of it's bad. Um, definitely different than the, the than the previous seasons. Um, but it, it's like for me, the biggest thing was it's it's missing like meat. It's like a dinner without like the main course. Like it's just a lot of filler, like a lot of hmm. you know appetizers. That's how I felt. It's an and I want more. Interesting idea or metaphor. Sure. Um, I don't disagree. I think this season did give us a lot of what we had been asking for, though, a little bit. How so? I, maybe not a lot of it, but like, I feel it. I feel like so for a lot of the earlier seasons, our big complaint is like, there's nothing happening to these characters like on the grander scale. Right. You know? Exactly. Like they're not. Nothing is like changing them in any way, other mm-hmm. than the episode to episode like like thing that comes in that, that that gets introduced that happens and then it's over you know like there's no grand scheme mm. for these characters and i feel like in this season we got a little bit of that yeah at least for some of the characters like right Matt, right for sure yes Mary, for, for sure yes um not so much lucy or simon or ruthie exactly maybe a little bit of lucy i think a little bit of lucy more so than simon and ruthie yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, but I don't know. So, like, as far as seasons go, it wasn't the worst season, I don't think. I don't know that it was better than three, though. Mm. Like, you know, cause, because we've said consistently in the past three seasons, like, each season has been better than the last. Like, I don't I'll know give if you that's that, yeah. true for this season. Exactly, yes. Yeah, I agree I with that. I think it is. Yeah. There's a lot of bullshit crap episodes yeah, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah, um, you, you know I'm harsh, um, <laughs> but 
Yeah, that yeah, I yeah. agree with that. So what I have in front of me is a um, an Amazon customer's um, like review of the season, mm-hmm. which is basically just like a rundown of the various like episode things that happen like sure. you know in the season and it's done very like there's really no system i don't think because like he loot like he lumps certain episodes together and then he has like standalone episodes with their little like this is what happens but i think I, f- I figured it's probably a good way to like go through it yeah and like touch on sort of like the the milestone markers of the yeah. season yeah no that's a good idea yeah and then that'll help maybe guide our conversation i don't know Let's I'm do trying, it. I'm trying to add some structure to these recaps. <laughs> oh, okay. You don't like my free form think, style. That's fine. Our listeners are clamoring for. <laughs> they want more structure. This is true. So, um, so, so shout out to Stephen H. Wood, Amazon customer, who gave the season five out of five stars. Thank you, Mr. Wood. And he, like, the name of his review is a TV season and series to treasure. What? Um, <laughs> sorry, it's also important what? to note. That this review was left um, over 10 years ago. Wow. So, okay. Like, pretty much right as the series was ending is when he decided to write this review. Okay. So, season four of the very popular family drama Seventh Heaven may be the finest of the first four of 11 seasons. Wow. In terms of sharp writing and superb acting by everyone. What? Here are some of the highlights. <laughs> So, starting off with the first four episodes, episodes one through four, we've got the kids are starting a new school year and making friends, Matt wants to move out, Eric has a heart attack, Aunt Julie is pregnant, mm-hmm. um, and then of course there's the dramatic episode about the treatment of Afghanistani women, and Lucy gets her driver's license. Mm-hmm. So... It's true, all of these things do happen in the first four episodes. Yeah. Um, Perhaps maybe the most um, relevant and important episode of those first four was Yaksada mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, in terms of like just the message and all of that. Um, I don't know. What were your thoughts about that episode? Audrey? What did that mean again? The Yaksada? Oh, gosh. What was that? Yeah. Right? We had, we had an extensive I know. Exactly. And I remember. And I don't have my notes in front of me. Okay. Um, and all of the research that I had done about that. But I believe... You know what? Vamp for time for a second. Sure. <laughs> let, me, let me let me grab the notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can look through my notes, but nothing makes sense anymore. I mean, I asked the question, and now we're what doing research. Doing? Yeah, I know. It's it's and it's a weird word. And when I first saw the title, I'm like, what does this even mean? Yaksada, like you know, like a, is it a foreign word? Is it a made up word? I wasn't sure, but yeah, I mean, the whole like one episodes one through four driver's license. Not a big deal. I mean, she was super excited. She had to play the emotional card, if I remember. Um, and then the whole Afghani women thing. I mean, I, I wish they went deeper into it. Um, not just, it, it felt very superficial. But then again, I, I, who am I to, you know, talk about issues of the opposite sex? It, it's, it's. Uh, yeah, what do you know? I know nothing, obviously. <laughs> but I wasn't... Okay, John Snow. Um, okay. So... <laughs> no, so Yaksada means one voice. 
Okay. I think. Well, so that 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 was the big conversation. Oh, that's right. That's right. I remember. Because I think technically translated, it's one hundred, mm. or some version of like a hundred or something. Okay. But it's the like the phrase when used in um, Farsi is meant to impl- like implies or, or sort of mean um, like out of one voice there's many or right. mm-hmm. there's like a hundred voices or, some, or something like that uh, which is ultimately Eric's final message at the end of the episode when he's giving his sermon mm-hmm. about like or actually it's Annie right that gives the sermon in that one yeah. at the end because mm-hmm. he, he cedes her time to her or whatever. that's right that's right and she, and she talks about like how like we can't stay silent and you know like those who don't have voices like we need to be their voices and mm-hmm. all of that I'll give you that, yeah. So I don't. I like that episode a lot. I thought it was very um, touching mm-hmm. and like just so like relevant and poignant, you know. And it still holds up today. That's yeah, true. Totally. Yeah, I'll give you that. It's yeah. Still, I mean, it's happening like it everywhere. Is. Yeah. Some might argue it's happening in our own backyards, you know. So um, I did give that episode a nine point five for what it's worth. <laughs> so of the first four episodes. Or would you say it's one of the better episodes of this entire season? Yeah, because I don't really even remember Lucy's getting her driver's license. Yeah, it was weird. Being like a big deal or a plot point other than like she's good at it. Like, yeah. I, like I remember when Mary was getting her driver's license, that was like a big deal. Yeah. She sucks at parking. Sure. Mm-hmm. She did the whole like, I'm going to cry myself out of this. Or right, 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 right. Yeah. But like Lucy just like pops into the scene and she's like, I got my driver's license and, and her picture sucks. And yeah, because she had her driver's license in her hand already. Yeah, exactly. It was in the mail before she got home oh, yeah. from the test. You wish it was that. <laughs> That's like the beyond fantasy world right there. Yeah, it's uh, pretty comical. Yeah. Um, if you think whatever state or country you're in and your DMV system is, is, is shitty, welcome to the Southern California DMV. It is maybe the worst. Wow, it is so bad. <laughs> Have you been? I know you've been to the DMV. You know I'm not fucking around. You know it's not that bad if you make an appointment though. Oh, okay. I've got to tell you, I've because I've since I got my license, mm-hmm. I've only really had to go to the DMV like once or twice, once to renew it and okay. get a new picture, and the other time because I failed to renew my registration on time. Okay. And I wanted to like try to get out of paying the late fee. Right, right. right. So I made an appointment and I went. And I got straight. I went straight to the front of the line. Right. Yeah. Appointment and it, it wasn't was that bad. And it was done. Like, mm. of course, I did have to take time off work to do that. Like, so I went in the middle of the day, which might have played into it. But I'll give you that. But yeah, it's been a while since I've been to the DMV. It's been a while. So, I mean, and the whole appointment thing. I mean, it's something that they introduced. Like, I don't think it was around when when I got my driver's license. Yeah, I don't think so. No, yeah, so I don't think it was yeah. either. I mean, back when I was doing it. So, yeah, but who knows? But I will agree with you. It's not a fun experience. But it's not a fun experience for anyone. I mean, who likes going to the DMV anywhere? Even the workers, yeah. it's true. Like, like <laughs> and you know what's funny now that I've said that? I, I, we have a, I have a friend who lives um, on the East Coast in, like, the D.C. area. And she says that there they don't call the DMV the DMV because DMV is an acronym for the area for like DC, Maryland, Virginia. Mm. So, so like it's confusing. What call the DMV is they call some other name or something, but wow. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so that's just fun facts. Yeah. <laughs> Good to know. Um, okay. So then moving on to episode five, as Stephen Wood calls it a doozy. 
Teen pregnancy with a stand-up and cheer finale. Oh, God. Marijuana possession and cheating on a key high school exam. Mm. Which I can't remember what exam that is and who does the cheating. What, what marijuana possession? That's when Jimmy Moon got the marijuana. Wanna, yeah, Lucy the baggie. Despite Eric and Annie's wishes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And who was cheating? In high school? That's what I'm saying. I don't remember this exam. I remember, Simon? so this is the episode where we meet Corey, the infamous Corey with the top-notch grades and the, the teen pregnancy. Sure. Um, and, and then I'm looking at it. Oh, okay, so it's not high school because it's when Matt, Matt was, was Matt's cheating or the guy, no, Matt's yeah. friend, just trying yeah. to get him to cheat. But it's not high school, it's college. Oh, exactly. Yeah, that's what's throwing us off. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Okay, cool. And he expects daddy to come and fix everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which he doesn't. Right? Because Matt talks to him at the end? Yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. And then that's when. <laughs> Giant letters. What is that? What does this say? Sorry. For our listeners, I just turned over a sheet of paper and found a giant <laughs> piece of writing where so, I wrote, Oh, my God. So much drama over fucking marijuana. <laughs> yeah. that's And that's been pretty consistent from every season when they, yes. when they decide to talk about any kind of drugs. No, any... I'll give you that. In yes. Every season. Yeah, it has. It's insane. Yeah, I'll give you that. But but it's it's even with the episode with what is it huffing right the oh, uh, yeah. paint that was this season wasn't it? It was yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, we'll get to it. So it's 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 I feel like it doesn't matter w- with what drug. I mean maybe alcohol is like the only one that they did right. I don't want to say even did right, but it was better than what they've done with marijuana. Better than what they've done with with huffing. I guess. Uh, I mean, as Ruthie puts it, Eric locked himself up in the room until yeah. she was until sober. Until she, she got sober, right, exactly. Um, but yeah, but it's, it's, it's like here in, in California. Did they do the huffing thing wrong? I don't know that they did anything regarding the huffing other than like... Like they, ending they up touched, in the hospital? Yeah. Well, yeah, no, but they didn't really focus too much on like, on like why it's the worst thing. They, it was more about like the morality of like Simon coming clean or like or like telling the truth and the mom not believing him and then the kid right. having having to come clean and stuff that that's really what that episode was about like the huffing was not even like the the star of right that. right you know what I mean like mm. I don't know and that's my and that's my issue with that is that I mean it is a serious topic and the fact that they they only you know it, it's these these issues with with drugs excluding alcohol right. they only brush up on it right so so they only spend a single episode it's it, it usually doesn't affect one of the main characters i mean again simon had to play like a side role in it and yeah. so it it's it's it almost devalues like the importance you know it it makes it less less effective uh, whenever That's you don't dive too. too deep into it, because it's obviously an, an important topic for for the writer of that episode, for them to include it in there or whatever PSA. Like it felt like more of like a PSA announcement, right? Well, yeah, but that's the point, though. I think that that the show, right? Again, taking it like to the meta level, like, right? In the reality of Hollywood or whatever. Okay. Like, I've always sort of taken it that like the show because it's a family values show and because it's so um you know it's got a it's it has like an underlying sort of core thematic you know through line which is like 
we are good people, we are religious, like, you know, like Christians, and like, you know, we, we don't do bad things or whatever. I feel like things like the, like the drug episodes or whatever are just like part and parcel of being a show like that. Like, it's expected that they'll touch on marijuana. It's expected mm-hmm. that they'll touch on the serious, like, epidemic of huffing, you know? Like, right. And whether or not they do it well is almost secondary to why they did it in the first place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think they did it because they're like, we have something to say about this, and, like, we got to talk about it. Like, no, we just got to do it. I think it's it. like, yeah, we have to do it because, like, this is the show, and this is, like, our audience, like wants to see like a good christian family dealing sure. with the terrors of marijuana you know? but like, if if that's true then you would make it more um integrated into the uh, into the family's lives like again the whole al- like alcoholism the reason why it worked because it affected it's because it's someone you know and love and, in the family yeah, they yeah. like everyone gets involved it affects everyone in the family this this huffing thing was it it felt like and marijuana and all the other drugs they feel like isolated incidences that only affect you know one or two characters and it doesn't like dig deep where it has these, this lingering effect right yeah it's a good point yeah it, if it is a serious topic then take it seriously like don't just include it in one episode brush it off and say okay well this is a bad thing and so, never do it so are you positing then that like say if mary had a drug problem like that which then carried over like throughout the season or like, yeah. like, multiple episodes of the yes. season that that it would have been a better way to handle the subject of marijuana or drugs. I mean, yes, because if it was such a serious issue, which it it apparently is uh, for the writers or for for the producers or whoever is pushing this this angle, saying, "Hey, make sure marijuana is known to be a bad drug," you know, in in the show, then show how it how it fucks with people, show how it affects the family dynamic, show how it affects these individual characters and how it's not something where it's a one-time incident where it could truly mess, you know, mess with your whole path in life. And yeah. the, the fact that they brush over it, you know, just slightly, it, it's, it's, it doesn't give full service to, to their main message. See, I'm afraid of that. I also wonder though, I wonder if they really just couldn't do that to one of their mains. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'll give you that. That's, that's rough. Because then you're... Ta- I mean, because I just don't think that the show had enough, like, farsightedness or, what you know, like, like, like longevity right. in their planning. Like, if you're, if you're going to have one of your mains, like, go down a path, like, then you kind of have to, like, know where that's going to lead to. And I just don't think that they ever knew that. Mm. this show at least from what we've seen so far it feels like they don't really get too worried about what comes next until the fight like the finale of the season and when they're trying to like set up what comes next come the next season you know what i mean okay if they were gonna pick a child to give this issue to simon easy simon totally but i feel like simon is just he has yeah because moral compass yeah and he's the only one that expresses it the most that's true. And You're he's right and there. he's always like, no, I'll never do drugs. I've seen what it does. He's the one that's like the strongest opinion, and I want to say the cleanest. I, I want to say he has the he's the cleanest. So soul. so who would you give it to? Fucking Mary. Oh really? <laughs> I thought I thought you were gonna go Ruthie because Ruthie would be my second choice. <laughs> well, which drug? Like huffing? Oh, I would, don't care. No, anything, it doesn't matter. Whatever. No, like but because they they've tried to set such a strong foundation on these characters, or like for you to believe that they would never touch it, so therefore 
Why would no? See, Ruthie totally would, because Ruthie's like a crazy, like wild card. Yeah, especially this this season. Yes, I could just see her like just to like spite, spite. everyone, just like doing <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like she's yeah. fucking crazy. I just but, think that they, they wouldn't, they didn't give enough room for the kids to have that kind of flaw. That's the best I way agree. to put it. I agree, but again, I think it comes down to not having the planning ability yeah. mm-hmm. to, to extrapolate that. Like, okay, like in the middle of season four, Ruthie's going to start doing drugs. Where does that lead her two seasons from now? Where do we want yeah. her to go from there? True. You know what I mean? And then create the arc that gets her to that end point. Yeah. I just don't think they ever had that type of planning yeah. on the show. and Or it's yet to be seen, right? And the gotcha. reason why I say Mary is because apparently they just like to throw a bunch of shit on her. Mm-hmm. Well, what I realized exactly because she's like like the dumping ground for all yeah. bad things apparently. <sighs> Frustrating topic, yes. Just a little bit, yeah. Which you know we can obviously talk about it more, but in the interest of continuing to go down this path, yes. Um. So episode six, a very pregnant Aunt Julie wants a divorce <laughs> from Doctor Husband Hank, but changes her mind when both of them gaze on their newborn baby. Which, yeah, that's, that's what it. happens. That's <laughs> Episode it. six. Um, not really much to talk about here, right? I no. mean, the hilarity of the naming of Erica is, of course, always going to be funny for me. But Yeah, yeah that was a weird um, one. But, uh, yeah. Julie, Julie kind of gave pretty much a great performance in this episode, though. Like, her ups and downs and, like, emotional sort of, like, craziness. That's yeah, true. And her pregnancy, like with Hank and stuff, um, and Eric being in the position to talk to Hank, like, oh, you know nothing, <laughs> like, yeah. like you think this is hard, <laughs> like I've done this so many times, and like it only gets harder, and like having that like thing over Hank, you know, um, was kind of cute and fun to watch, I guess. You know, you're right. It the circumstance of Julie's pregnancy gave her the like almost like a like a buffer of like, hey, she can overact and still make it work. Uh, I think she makes of the it episode. work. Deborah but yeah, is like one of the strongest actors on the show. Like she's great. I like that. I like this extreme. I mean, again, I want more of these emotional episodes. Like I want to see these characters actually do something real. She scares the crap out of me. I know she'll like she'll always just scare you from that first episode. It's I just, know, and it's not it's her voice because it's so <laughs> soft. She has a really pretty voice, like it's an attractive voice, and right. it's very soft spoken. And then if you put, put rage behind that, no, <laughs> no. <gasps> um, it's also this season. Oh no, that was that last season when she first moves into town. Yeah. When she just moves into town and like she has that bottle under the couch. That was this, this season. season. No, I... that's in third season, guys. Was yeah, it? I was okay. Yeah, she's that she's pregnant here. Happened. She's already yeah, yeah. married. Yeah. And of course. Remember, of course, they had to drop course, it to the colonel that she's gonna have a baby. Of course, of course. Drop oh yeah, we news. didn't even talk about the colonel and Ruth's um, like appearance in the first episode, first mm-hmm. couple yeah. episodes, and the haircut situation. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> <laughs> that was real. And yes, George's like. What were they, dreads? Yeah. I, I don't know. Dreads. Yeah. I guess so. Really, poor, like, poorly done dreads, yeah. <laughs> oh, this family. Oh, man. Um, okay, so episodes seven and eight, uh, everyone's favorite. <laughs> T, you remember the names of these episodes, right? Do I? I don't know. Sin uh, and expiation. <laughs> 
Oh, Remind yes. me what happened. So we've got the basketball coach locks the gym from low-grade Mary. That's right. And her teammates who retaliate with vandalism and get arrested. That's right. Also, Simon is caught giving someone the finger as a joke in front of mom and the school principal. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so let's just talk about Mary for a second here. Yeah, this, the elephant in the room. The yeah. To sort of just talk about Mary in general, right? I mean, truly, truly just tragic what's happened to this girl mm-hmm. in this in this season and like for her character overall like i just i just don't know i don't know why this had to happen to mm-hmm. mary because mary was such a like badass character yeah. you know she was strong and confident and like just like really kind of hashtag goals yeah and they've just taken her down this path i just don't understand does it i mean do you think it felt real as in like that what she did would that be something she would actually do or she would like really be conflicted and second guess herself like like how quickly did she turn from you know a a good kid into like this badass well right it was like too fast first of all i wouldn't call her a badass now or in these two episodes sure 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 her actions i wouldn't call them badass i will say though they did, they have always set her up, even since like the beginning, to be very impulsive, right? Like, yeah. She is kind of like, you know, act now, think later type, especially when it comes to like the rules sure. of the house yeah. and stuff. So I believe that she would vandalize the gym, mm-hmm. you know? So I, it's consistent I with her character. That. Okay. Like, when it happened, I was like, yeah, like like she'll go along with the plan that the girls have because it's what she wants to do or whatever. Right. I don't know. I'm just annoyed with it, especially Corey, her character. You have a kid. You have a scholarship. Really? Did she get arrested though? Did they all get arrested? They all got arrested. They okay. all get arrested. They they're just not in the same cell, I think, or whatever. Okay. But they all do get arrested. They're all caught. Really? Yeah. They what, then why don't we see any of them dealing with this drama? Because the show's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> they sweep it up. She gets caught. You have a kid. You you have a scholarship. Whatever. You have your ticket to get out of there. You fuck it up. Um, except only Mary is the one that suffers. Because remember, she gets a grant from the government because they're impressed oh. that she's a single mother. <laughs> and, fucking bullshit. Yeah, I was going to say, why don't they you... They sweep it under the rug. I mean... It doesn't matter. But ultimately, though, the show doesn't care about Corey, and we don't care about Corey. We care about Mary. Yes, but make it somewhat realistic. I just felt like they just threw shit on her just to make a story, and it fucking sucks. It's bad. It's bad. It's cheap writing. (laughs) Come on. I get, I totally get what you're saying. (laughs) Come on. Disagree with me, please. I do, I do agree with you, but I can also just understand, like, that like Mary can't just exist in a bubble, right? Like she has to have friends and people around her. Right. Otherwise, like what? The, I mean, that's not normal, right? Mm-hmm. So they have to introduce these like kind of rando side people and give them something to say or do, which is uh, which is ultimately what Corey is. Like yeah. Corey's just like a random side person. They gave her a major storyline in the, the episode before, two episodes ago or whatever, and now because she's around, yeah. they kind of have to like 
give her something to do. Which, in in cases like these two episodes, is she participated in the vandalism. In cases like the hoop dreams, is I got a grant from the government, you know? But you know what would be interesting? If Corey didn't do it, and she tells Mary, I'm not going to do this, I have too much to lose, but Mary still goes along with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I agree. That's a Internal conflict. That's what we want to see. Yes. But they didn't do that. Oh, they yeah, just, let's just, just they let her do it. went along with it, no thought for Because then you would see Mary like, oh, wow, like, you consciously, like, beyond but fucked see, up. You fucked see, up, see, yeah. But see, because it's Seventh Heaven, if we had seen her have that inner struggle, she'd have no choice but to do the right thing at the end. Because that's what the show has to do. Like, like we couldn't have seen Mary have the inner struggle and then still go down the bad path. They couldn't have done that. I don't know about that. I, I would have been okay well, with let it. Let me rephrase. Let me. Mm-hmm. We we'd love it. it yeah. Makes for good television, television. But the show couldn't. Like Seventh Heaven, Brenda Hampton's show couldn't do that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Well, think. then don't do it at all. <laughs> or at least make it like a. a a more, uh, I don't know, like a, because you're afraid that they're just going to touch on these topics in a very, you know, just one or two episodes. This, this, this internal struggle shouldn't just be brushed over. I agree. It, yeah. it has to be, um, uh, explained and, and continually enforced with like different stories. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. You need to attack it from multiple angles. Cause it is a, I would argue maybe the most important thing that happened this season. Like that, that really like influenced, influenced yeah. such an important character more than anything else, more than Matt, you know, essentially losing his girlfriend, moving Which out we'll get into. too. Yeah. I mean, like, those are big storylines, but this is by far the biggest one because it's, it has to play a, a, a really big part in the season finale. Right. So. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Like, I, I want to see more. Yeah. But I also think though that. Be, like after all of this goes down in these two episodes, like mm-hmm. the rest of the season for Mary is very much like just her continual like battling back from this. Like like if this is her rock bottom, mm-hmm. right? Like everything else is like her trying to climb out of this hole and like, you know, two step forward, one step back with the whole Robbie drama. Right, and right. All of that. And Ultimately, like, I feel like she never really got out of the hole at the end of the season, like, or by the end of the season. Like, she's still kind of sort of in this hole that she's done for herself. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't feel like it, it, it at least it, it never came off where she was, like, truly sorry. Like, I never felt mm-hmm. like that she's fully repented for her sins, okay. you know? Mm-hmm. And the yeah. show never expressed that. And even at the end of the, of the season, like, like, she doubled down on on her mistakes. So like, whiny brat. I know. She really did double down. That's such a good way to put it. Like, yeah, it's, it's right? just a bummer. It doesn't make sense. It's just a real bummer. I don't know. Because it was all about Robbie. Ugh. Fuck that guy. And just drop mont- dead. What? <laughs> just drop dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Um, yeah, no, I can't I can't handle Robbie. Um should we get into Robbie now or should we wait till we get to that episode? We can wait. I don't care. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Um, so episodes 9 through 12, a mm-hmm. big chunk here. Um, a woman interned during World War II wants to make a large contribution to the church and debates seeing a fellow internee. Simon's group sniffs paint thinner fumes. 
Annie's father may have Alzheimer's, probably actually should say does. Does, yeah. While Matt mopes over Shauna being at NYU across the country, Annie goes to a beach cottage for a weekend's solace. Oh, yeah. All by myself. <laughs> yeah, all by myself. Seriously, takes happy with her. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, we already t- sort of talked about Simon's huffing mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but let's talk about Matt and Shauna for a little bit because we haven't really touched on them. And it's in terms of Matt's character or like story arc this season, it's really all about Shauna. Mm-hmm. Yes. Slash Heather, but Shauna. Like... Especially the first half. For sure, yeah. I mean, their relationship is, like, so great and strong at the beginning, and you're seeing a lot of, like, what makes them great, you know? Mm-hmm. And what makes Shauna so great, which is why it's so... It, it kills me that she gets the ending she gets. Because, Same. like, it's so sad, because I love Shauna so much, but... Um, and I don't like that they treat Heather like a stand-in. And that's what do you what she mean? Is. Or how do you mean? It's just like a in. consolation. Like, okay, no, 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 Shauna. Let's just have her now. You think that's what that was? I can't help but think that they're going to give Matt a random love story. Like, they can't they can't bring a girl out of thin air and, like, actually it grows. They're well, going to bring someone... But they did someone... that with Shauna. She came out of thin air and it grew. Which was awesome, but they're not going to do it again. So Why they're going to bring someone from the past. <laughs> So no, d- I would love that, yeah. but they didn't do that. They're like, oh, let's bring back something familiar, and then she's just... It doesn't do anything for Heather's character, and I don't care for Heather's character, which is sad, because remember, we never we saw... We did like her. We yeah. did like her in season one, but we never saw it grow into what happens at the end of this season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, when did you guys fall back in love? It's, How did it happen? It's a little crazy rushed. It is, yeah. What were you going to say, Audit? No, I was going to ask. So do you think this season would have been the same, if not more realistic or better, if Heather was never reintroduced into this season? Like, would it have, like, would it have changed the main storyline? I think it would have made it better because if, if, if Matt yeah. is truly in love, right, um, he wouldn't even think about any other girl. Mm-hmm. He would just be depressed as shit for the rest of the season. Well, or everything that happens in his and Shauna's relationship could have still happened. Like in terms of their distance and their growing apart. True. And the coping of the long in of, of all of that and her finding solace in her roommate and all of that could have still happened. To your point, Heather didn't have to have any part in yeah. it. Exactly, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because Heather wasn't even really like a catalyst. But and then I think to your point, T like like her being involved while Matt's going through this stuff with Shauna mm-hmm. only just like further complicates it. Yeah. Like for Matt, like 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 on the one hand he's going through the drama with Shauna, and then also now like Heather's in his life, so he's like maybe I have feelings for her, like confusing mm-hmm. him rather than making it about Shauna and that relationship. It's all just weird, and it's sad when you can predict it. That easily. Yeah. Like, from, like, season three. Those two, like, but especially that two-episode finale, like... The wedding one? No, this season's finale. The wedding one? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Like, like from minute one, it's so clearly telegraphed, like, what's Mm -hmm. gonna happen. (sighs) It's so... Mm. Nope. I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. I think it was good up until she came back. 
Which she came back when? Like two or three episodes before the finale? When she said Something go oh, after wait, Shauna. You mean, did you mean Heather or Shauna? Heather, Heather, I'm sorry, oh. yeah. Is, so, yeah, Heather got reintroduced around the same time that they had their big phone breakup. Right. right? Yeah, yeah around there, yeah. She says, like, don't give up on Shauna. Go after her because you guys belong together. No, 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 but, but she had already been introduced prior to that. So when did mm. she get reintroduced? It was around the time... You know what? It must have been right after Shauna moved away, right? Like maybe. It wasn't right after, no. Well, but in that scheme of time... Mm-hmm. Because, so, in the next block of episodes, John's trying to hook up with the neighbor girls, mm. and Matt's moping. Sure, yeah. And then, like, the next episode, like, Heather's back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like they're going to, like, lunch or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know. Hmm. But, yeah, it's... And Heather coming back saying, like, maybe just go after Shauna. That could have just been the only I know, that could that... have been the end of that. Yeah, like, and... And then it could have still fallen apart. Yes. And then that's it. You know what I mean? Like, it falls apart. Right. But, nope. Yeah. The, I think it's the overlap. Like, I think it's the it's the, it's the the playing both sides that's, that's, like, icky or, like, feels complicated and stupid. Like... You don't believe Matt's emotions. Yeah. That's what it is. You don't... I don't. I don't. You're in love with Heather and now you're going to marry her? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't believe it. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's, if she if she came Oprah back, Chapel, like. imagine if she yeah, <laughs> but imagine if she came back season seven, season uh, five, the next one. Uh huh. Who, Shauna? No, Heather. Heather. Well, they walked into the chapel. You don't think she's gonna be in season no. five? No, no, was like, she, she was like, never introduced this season. Yeah, oh, oh, like, I see what you're saying. She, she okay. was there saying, you know, go after her, and that was the last we see of mm-hmm, Heather mm-hmm. until beginning of season five. Yes. I can I can maybe believe Matt falling in love with her again exactly, because yeah. it gives him enough time to actually grow and go through the process but nope I yeah. just yeah give him the summer right because yeah. we can only assume that come season 5 episode 1 the summer will have passed and it will be first day of school again mm-hmm. as it always has been so but nope yeah yeah that's actually a good uh, rewrite I like that if only if only let's go back if only the show let's go better. back to uh, 10 years or 15 years um, okay. Oh, and then of course the the Japanese internment stuff. I don't know that we need to like rehash that. <laughs> um, we don't, but uh, I mean the the uh, previous. I think it was in season one or season two with the uh, Holocaust. Uh, with the Holocaust, yeah. I think that was. I think that was season one, right? Two. Mm, season two. Might have been two. Yeah. Okay. See that that I felt that was really well done because they dive pretty deep into how fucked up the whole, like, the history of this individual. And let's the, just not forget the final five minutes or however many minutes yeah. of that episode that are just, like, some of the most powerful minutes I've ever seen on television. That's what I'm saying. And the whole Japanese internment idea, like, it, I mean, f- for for a lot of people, it was on the same level. Like, oh, yeah. And, and, it, and it messed with them, you know, just as much as a lot of Holocaust survivors. And I didn't like how they just brushed over that. I don't think they brushed over it because we got just as much firsthand testimony in that episode about, I mean, this episode about the Japanese internment camp as Mm -hmm. we did in the Holocaust episode. It didn't have as much detail. That's what I wanted to see. Again, giving more... like the detail of, like, the guy and the getting shot down and the, you know, like, all of that stuff? Like... And, and her talking about, like, her family and how, like, her brother went off in the war and I lost everything. Everyone died. 
That was like some touching shit, man. <laughs> Wasn't as much as the Holocaust. That's what I'm trying to say. The Holocaust affected me more. That felt like from from all the fucked up shit that I've heard about the Holocaust, that was pretty much up there. Yeah. All the fucked up shit that I've heard about Japanese internment didn't even meant like wasn't even scratched in this true. episode. Yeah, and I think I even said it on that episode when we did it. Like the whole Japanese internment thing. Like I don't know if it's just my own blind spot in history or if it's sort of the way that that history is like taught and mm-hmm. told and stuff. Like I don't know that it gets that that we like it's talked about or like yeah. that that we really even really even know anything about it. No, you're <laughs> right. Yeah, I should say I don't. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's a. It's a really messed up part of uh, of the United States history, and obviously, yeah. it's 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 difficult to talk about it. Um, I mean, maybe at a, in a college level course, but in middle sure. school and like high school, like those yeah, are subjects that you don't want to discuss. And it's right? also hard, of course, as a country, right, to go like look at the shitty thing we did. You right. Know? Yeah. Like, sure. No one yeah. wants to do that, you know. So, yeah, I don't know. Let's also not forget that episode nine. Mm-hmm. is um, the episode where Simon is like in a really bad mood <laughs> and it's like permeating bumming, bumming everyone, everyone else out. Oh, yeah. I totally remember this, yeah. <laughs> it's like she read the outsiders. outsiders, yes. That was so good. <laughs> like Simon, dude, like, you, like you're on point. Like you're on fire with your like, like fucked up like, yeah, like worldviews, like, yeah, right? Yes. Get all like caught up in like the bad things that are happening in this world. Yeah, that one rant he had. Yeah, right, right. Yes, <laughs> yes. He doesn't want to use paper because it just promotes waste. Yeah. It's so good. Because like I, I, I know people that that honestly think like everything that Simon said. Like they've, to- my friends have told me something similar. So it's like it's still issues. That are present today. Oh, of yeah. course, because our habits haven't changed; they've only gotten worse. <laughs> like, yeah, we're such a like wasteful society, you know. Like, yeah, for sure. But coming out of Simon, you don't buy it. Like, I, like I do, but it, it happens so quickly, right? Yeah, like, it ha- it's like he that's my thing. Like, yeah, he read Outsiders, and all of a sudden he's like all about. The yeah, world. that doesn't happen. I like, yeah. you usually develop those views over you know months, if not years, of doing research and realizing how fucked up the world is. But as a kid, but like see, his age, like you wouldn't think like best. that. That's why Simon's the best. He is the best. I remember he's you an and adult. I were talking about it. We're like. Were we that bummed out after we read The Outsiders? <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. We yeah, got to the bottom of why The Outsiders was the triggered that. Yeah, because like what happens in Outsiders that that is about any of that? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, it's a good question. Um, you know what? Let's talk a little bit about Simon while we're here because I we need to first of all because he's the best, and also like Dina. Yeah, <laughs> and and I just so broad strokes, Audek. Like I mm-hmm. want to get your take on. What did you think about Simon's sort of arc this season? Uh, so not as strong as last season. I, I really liked seeing um, his relationship grow last season. This season was, uh, I wanted to see more with his relationship or at least see him develop and evolve and become more of an adult, which I think that's what the show's trying to do with this, mm-hmm. with this season with him. Um, but then because of that, he loses his like charm. He loses his... Mm-hmm. His his like, because like, the episode with with uh, him questioning God and where where heaven is like that's like that's the Simon that I want to see more of. Forever. I want him to put yeah. his finger in all the fucking cookie jars or whatever the fuck it is, right? All all the honeybees and 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 just I want 
I want him to. You want to put his finger in all the honeybees? I want him to put his finger in all the. Uh, what's what's the <laughs> fucking saying? I don't know. That's not even a saying. I know it's not, Jackie. <laughs> I'm just saying it. I just want him to stir shit up. I'm giving you a hard time. <laughs> what do you call the fucking home for for bees? What is it called? Goddamn! Why am I like uh, a hive? Thank you, a beehive. Stick his finger in the beehive. That's the fucking phrase I was going for. I'm sorry. That's not a that that's always a phrase. Look it up it's online. Not, though. Yeah, like, don't disturb beehives, right? Don't stick your fucking finger in there. But who does that anyway? <laughs> I'm sure someone does. <laughs> and it's not a good day when that happens. It just causes chaos. It's and that's. Not a good day when that <laughs> and I want Simon to cause once chaos. If you stick your finger in a beehive, you've killed your day. Yep. <laughs> Bad news. No, it's okay. It's okay. Derail your thoughts. <laughs> but that's what I want Simon to like. I want him to be this agent of like chaos. Like I want him to really have uh, have him question uh, uh, to pose questions or to bring up ideas that causes conflict uh, for the audience and for the uh, characters in the show. And it seemed like like he did that less and less. <laughs> like the most like fucked up thing he did was the whole middle finger thing, right? Mm. I would assume so. Like and 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 that wasn't even that impactful. Like you didn't really see too much of 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 growth or development after after that episode Wasn't out of him. This the season with the cigarette smoking. Uh yeah yeah with the the uh, yeah. yes it was. Yeah see okay so and that was even so a big episode deal. Episode recaps don't touch on that so I had forgotten about it but right. totally not that that's relevant to what you were just talking about but I was mm-hmm. like wait a minute didn't he also do that this season? Yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um because because so to your point like the, like what you're describing that you want out of him mm-hmm. i think this episode the dirty laundry episode where he reads the outsiders and like the world's falling apart yeah. is the closest we get to that correct him. yes i agree or for like from him so um which and i like that i liked him in this episode yes like i thought i that's the simon we we like you mm-hmm. know where 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 he's got these like deep thoughts you know about the world and like he's like wise beyond his years and shit like yeah that, i love that simon and he could still be a clown once in a while yeah, right yeah. yeah i like that dynamic um side of him i i didn't well i'm gonna say that and then like if i look at my rating i gave it a 10 or something but like i didn't love the smoking storyline mm-hmm. just in so far as like it when you go back when, like when you look at the season in hindsight or whatever like what was that about <laughs> like why did they have to do that yeah you know but but it does bring back the earlier point which was like the whole thing about having your mains have the, be involved in the drugs or whatever like, yeah there is that aspect of it like so they involved a main in the smoking stuff, and ultimately it just sort of fizzled and died. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. Is that I don't know. I don't know. But let's talk about him and Dina. Okay. Man. <laughs> well, so cute. <laughs> They're so cute. Like I don't know how Simon's ever gonna get a better girlfriend than Dina. <laughs> okay. No, it'll definitely happen. But like, <laughs> I mean, like, only because like it has to, obviously. But like, yeah, like they're so cute and such a little man. Yeah, fucking bites her neck. Yeah. Okay. We Shit happens, Jackie. Shit happens. Do you, Onik, Like, did you ever call it? A love bite, like, because we've had this conversation, T and I, on this podcast, till till we were blue in the face. But like, sure, the fact that they call it a love bite drives me crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, for, for, I mean, the term is a hickey. Yeah. Right. That, isn't that hasn't that always been, been the term? It, yeah. Pretty much for all of time. True, but I, 
I must admit, one time someone had asked me, hey, what is that on your neck? And I said it, w- it was a love bite. But I don't know why, like, but I've heard that before. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't did wa- you just like, because that's what you were going to call it that day? I was just going to call it that day. And uh-huh. I, I just felt like like Hickey was like, well, I guess Hickey's like a, it feels like, a, like it's more of a childish word. Really? Is it? I guess. I mean, I feel like that's how I feel. I feel more childish than a Hickey. But it describes exactly what it is. It's a love bite. But, okay, first of all, so and correct Hickey. me if I'm wrong, but like, Hickeys are not results of biting. Um, no, you're right. right? It's not, like, yeah. Isn't it more of like... Like a <laughs> suction, <laughs> yes. An intense the suck sucking e- action. Oh, big time, yeah. <laughs> okay, so like, so why even call it a love bite? Like, that makes no sense to me. Like, it's so stupid. It's a good question, yeah. Maybe the, the writers assume that no one would know, or a, a large part of the audience wouldn't know what a hickey is. But No. But, the, I mean, that doesn't make sense, because I think that's the most common term <laughs> used for it, right? Yeah. Walked away from this love bite episode, and we're like, "Oh, so like, I just like bite my girlfriend's neck. Like, that's a thing. You know what I mean? Like, that sounds painful. It's yeah. so stupid. Like, why would you say that? Like, call it what it is. I'll give you that. Um, yeah, yeah. I just I, okay. I have to let it go. I know this, mm-hmm. but I can't let it go. No. Um, but so they're super cute, and you know, he confesses his love for her in this season, mm-hmm. and they like. They play the game of life, and she wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is that? There has to be some kind of hidden message there. Yeah, she's winning at life. <laughs> <laughs> and and Simon isn't? Yeah. Basically. Because he's not fessing up to, like, his actions. Which was like, what? Which is, like, apologizing to her. But for you said he did. I know. I'm just sorry. <laughs> I didn't bring... acknowledge it. You know what I'm saying? Like, from the gotcha, show's gotcha. perspective. And also, too, it's the whole point of, like, she wants to play because she, it's 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 symbolic that she wants to, like, finish this game, I think, more than anything. Mm. And that he's like, this is stupid. Like, why are we doing this? And she's like, she's like, see, like, this is what I'm talking about, Simon. You don't even get it. You know? <laughs> like, I think that's really what it comes down to. But they're super cute. And then she has to, like, leave. <laughs> Hate your mom's boss. <laughs> it was weird. It's sad. Is it, it of all the kids? Is that relationship the longest one? Ooh. I think so, right? Yeah. When did they start? Last season, like yeah, like the beginning of last season. season. Yeah. yeah, that was before Shauna, right? Yeah, yeah. Before Shauna, I guess so. Simon's yeah. the only one that knows about true commitment. So I'm talking right. about man. What? Yeah, what a guy. I just, oh, it's sad. I wonder if she'll ever come back. I, I don't know. I haven't looked it up. There was a time where you gave me hope about this. Did I? Yeah. Oh, we maybe got, she does. You guys check the IMDb page. No, that's I, we know that like, like for their anniversary. We know that the 100th yeah. is like a big episode where there's like a lot of people coming back. I just, really? I hope Dina does come Ooh. back. I hope so too. Now I'm acting like I like this show. Um, <laughs> but you I, know you do. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> By the end of this series... I'm going to crack you, T. <laughs> You're going to come away from this series like, that was the best show ever. <laughs> no, because I'm not either. Um, so, yeah. So it's really sad, but I think it sets Simon up, right, to, like, for for good stuff coming. Mm. Like, right? Like, he gets a clean slate now in for the next season, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think they'll like pick back up where they left off with him like being sad about it. You know what I mean? That seems right. silly because like he'll have had the summer, you know. 
Um, but you never know with these writers. <laughs> that's true. You never know. That's very true. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Rest in peace, Dina. Do you think their relationship uh, grew more this season than than the last season, or no? Or Maybe. just about the same? I mean, they did say that they, that they love each other in this one. It's kind of a big deal. I'll give yeah. you that, yeah. When you're 12 or 13. Yeah. You know? It's kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah, that that's another strange and part. And the whole, like, matching clothes and all that stuff. Like, you know, that's like, those are all, like, symbols when mm-hmm. you're a teenager in a mm-hmm. relationship. And those are, like, big deals to, like, to, like, present yourself in that way at school and right. stuff, you know? And he gave her a promise ring. Oh, my God, A promise did. to what? I don't know. <laughs> <gasps> There's still a month to her birthday. Oh, promise ring, Simon. I mean, how old are they in this, in this season? 13. 13? Mm-hmm. That, like, Maybe 14? That's crazy young to be in, like, a, a serious relationship and to say that you're in love with someone. Like, that's not normal. Like, I don't think that's typical for First 13 of all, year olds, right? Said in love. Okay, calm down. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, but yeah. no, just I don't about. Think it, I don't think I don't, it's abnormal at all, though. I, I don't know. 13 year olds? Are you serious? Yeah. No. Okay. I mean, yeah. I'm maybe, that, maybe that's just my, my personal experience, I guess. So, yeah. Do, do you mean that it's, it's weird that they. Like, what's. Is it weird that they're saying they love each other, or is it weird that they're feeling love for each other? Um, feeling love for each other. So as a 13-year-old boy, like, Simon, like, I mean, he, he should have so many hormones and emotions and, and crap going on yeah, in him. Exactly. For him to act like an adult, like, it doesn't make sense. Like, it doesn't seem realistic for a 13-year-old boy to do all these but things a little, in a relationship. He's always been a little man. But yeah. also, since when is being in love about being an adult? Like, yeah. love is the stupidest emotion we can feel. <laughs> but not as a 13-year-old boy, trust me. Like, it's, it's, it's not like that. It, like, as weird as it sounds, like maybe again putting myself in the opposite well, sex, yeah, like and that's fine. maybe that can help man, out. You can speak for men, <laughs> but like as a thirteen-year-old boy, it's like you really don't you don't think that far ahead when it comes to relationships. But see, I don't. Again, I don't think his it's professing weird. of love or their like their mutual professing of love for each other has anything to do with like let's get married, like or, no. or like let's make a commitment, like. I think it's just that they're having these intense feelings for each other. They're like having makeout sessions that are resulting in hickeys, for God's sake. Love True, bites. yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. So like that's, which is pretty much all they're going to do at 13. They're not going to be like doing anything else sexual or whatever. It's like, it's like intense. You but know? they're also, but they're also friends. Do you get what I'm yeah. saying? Like they're always hanging out. They're like super mm-hmm. freaking cute. Yeah. <laughs> so, just, yeah. It just like, I, I can, oh. I can see it. I totally buy it. From my personal experience and from any one of my other friends when I was in middle school or around that age, like I've never I've never seen it. That's why. Or I've never even heard of it. But I mean, I'm not saying that it doesn't exist. And I, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think back to our middle school times. Like like where you match clothes never... and stuff and promise ring. Like promise ring, I guess I could see that. But the whole matching clothes. Wait, okay, promise seems ring like... you can see, but the yeah. matching clothes you can't? That, that, that just blows my mind. <laughs> That's like a very like oh okay. we we the we've been in a relationship for, for like me is the thing that sort of sends it over the top like that's a bit much. That's like a cute little gift people. you like give someone. But it's a promise, right? Really Matching clothes is like hey like we're we're on the same team here we're coordinating I expect you to be in line with the way I'm thinking that's an adult line of thinking. Promise ring is just oh I found it in a cracker jack <laughs> box here you go home girl. Wait. 
Matching clothes know. means we're on the same page. About very how layered. You think. Very layered. Yes. Matching clothes. It's like it's, it's like Simon thinks like oh it's just a, it's a fucking blue shirt or whatever the hell it is like who gives a shit but she felt like like matching like this is a very big deal for no, her I think it, and it was a really clo- big deal I think for the her. Matching clothes though is just about like we're matching because we're together and we want the school to know that not like not like oh we're matching because we have we're of the same mind when it comes to life <laughs> like, that's what it came off at least why she took it so seriously like why this was such a big deal and why it wasn't such a big deal for simon to have a clean shirt like that why that's why there was that conflict because what she felt like this meant in our relationship and what simon felt like oh it's just like something that i can just who gives a shit i can brush off they were on the opposite ends of that spectrum. That's why there was this conflict in that episode. Because uh, so, it was wait, a big wait, deal. So, right. So to, so you're saying that the shirt mm-hmm. was the sim- – like it's not really a symbol. Mm-hmm. The shirt was just the catalyst for the conflict of that episode. Yeah, it was just the vehicle for it. That, Correct. Yeah, which yeah. is that like are they taking the same – amount of like care and consideration in their relationship exactly yeah yeah and and that's a very adult thing to do like very like no, you're agreed. in the relationship for like many years totally agreed, right but it has nothing to do with the matching like like wearing matching clothes doesn't that's mean yeah it, that. true yes yes, yeah, yes, okay, yes. I get you. that's what i was trying to say I'm, I'm took a while to get there but yes and then, again, promise ring feels like something that you could just find at a store. You could, right, like, like a little thing like. Do you think that ring was a Cracker Jack ring? That looked really nice. It, it did, but I, I'm just saying as as a 13-year-old boy, like giving a gift, like you typically don't think too much into it. But like, oh, it's a ring. She might like it. I'll buy it for her. And like, like what, so like what funds does he her. have? He, are you kidding? It's Simon. He's the well, bank. Well, he is the bank. This is true. <laughs> yeah. Like, and he gave it to her as a symbol. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. That, yes. That ring was not just like it's cute. She'll like it. That not ring to trivialize like, it. Yes. That ring was like, I. This is a promise ring. Like, right. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't really know what it's promising, but he knows he knows what a promise ring is, and he knows that it's a symbol. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Ugh, Simon. He's just too adorbs. Okay. Shall we go on? Yes. Um, okay. Episodes 13 through 16. Two cute girls have dinner with Matt and his roommate, John. Oh, God. (laughs) Eric spies on Mary, who was on a double movie date with Lucy. Oh, God, gag me. Names can hurt. (laughs) A child is harassed for having Tourette's. Romantic Valentine's Day show. (laughs) Eric tries to to track down an abused boy who wants a prayer request. Mm, I remember that one, yeah. So lots of stuff happening in these four episodes. Yeah. Um, we've already sort of talked about Matt and that whole thing. Um, we haven't really talked about Mary and Lucy's relationships with their boys. And, or with each other. Or with each other. Um, what was a Valentine's show? Something about a Valentine's show? Yeah, Romantic Valentine's Day show, which was not romantic at all because yeah, they're celebrating that? the twins' birthday. Okay. And Robbie assaults Mary, and she punches him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, right. Okay, yeah. How was that a show, though? Like, what was the show about? Like, show as in, like, just something... I think I think he's just describing, describing. it as oh, the romantic okay. Valentine's that Day show. show. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Um, which was episode 14. Okay. And, um, but the lead-up to it, right, in, I guess, episode 13 or whatever, is they... So at this point, Mary has already met Robbie. They met at community service. Mm-hmm. 
and it's like a whirlwind romance. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, sorry to cut you off, no, but, no, but before we move forward, what do you like? Did you guys? In, what do you think about that episode? The whole like music montage of them throwing leaves at each other. Where and the then, music was wrong. Yeah, <laughs> y- yes, which is funny that you mentioned it. Like it, it's it's like I have to go back and kind of watch. I'm like. That's weird that they well, did that. It's just the that they give credit, issue. right? Right? Yeah. It's, it's gonna keep happening with what we're watching. Like, if we had the DVDs, I think we'd have the real music. Mm. But I think with Prime, it's, it's different. Whatever the issue. Gotcha, gotcha. But but yeah, but the whole thing where it's like it's throughout that the whole. I mean, not to make a boring scene where it's just them picking up trash. Obviously, putting like a nice music to it and then showing them kind of like playing around with each other. Like it's very yeah, yeah, yeah. like it. But it it's a nice serve, filler, but and it also serves to speed it up right because True. ultimately they, we don't have time to waste like seeing the courtship of robbie and mary right True. so so that montage scene serves mm-hmm. as like the like the the quick exposition of all of that so that we can get to the point of like mary's in love and she needs to get permission to date him because she's still in the doghouse right being arrested yeah um, which is really the, what the story's about, you know, exactly it's like, it's about like her struggle about trust and all of that. And like, how do you regain it and all of that junk? But it just felt really cheesy. Yeah. It was just like super, super cheesy. Yeah. And had it been playing with at last, <laughs> with the the original song. Music, it would have been extra cheesy. <laughs> yeah. Like I can only imagine like what that would have felt like watching that, but gotcha. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, so Robbie's the worst. Mm-hmm. Because pretty much right away we see that he's two timing Mary because he has another girlfriend, um, and we saw that after um, Lucy and Mary went on that double date. Yeah, where Lucy makes out with Lance Bass. Yes, <laughs> who has a girlfriend? Yeah, can't believe that happened. Who I know we're gonna see him again. What? Really? Oh yeah. Oh god. But it's weird that they had to introduce Ronald. Because they obviously couldn't get Lance Bass, and clearly you can't. Appara- <laughs> apparently, you can't have a Robbie scene that doesn't include a brother. Apparently, like his family. So, yes, they had to use so. Ronald, which he went away right quick because he was just a device to get and uh, Lucy and Andrew Nalos together. The only time I liked Eric. I don't like your family. <laughs> the only time I like Eric. <laughs> oh come on, you've liked him other times. He's, not- had, he's had some funny moments here and there. Uh, Few and far between. Yeah. True, true. The other one was uh, Heather's wedding. When they're not listening to you, do, do they? Oh, oh, right, right, right. Do we they ever? To the <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. I just mm-hmm. I don't even know how to like talk about Lucy because what the fuck, Lucy? Such growth and then shit. But also not growth. Also not growth. Like, what the fuck? She, she at the end of the season, ends up falling for the new Jimmy Moon. <laughs> like, a, like, yeah. like yeah. a stalker weirdo who only gives off weird vibes. Jimmy yeah. Moon 2.0. No, but what yeah, I'm saying yeah. is it's like you're seeing some development and then it goes nowhere. I know. And she went to camp all by myself. She yeah, learned something, <laughs> nailed it. She like was crushing it on the on the Mary front in terms of like her relationship with her and like okay. being a good sister and being a good daughter. She crushed it with the Habitat for Humanity stuff. That was good I stuff. Mean, she's True. Like, she's like taking major steps, and then it's all about the boy at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the shitty dad. 
Oh, God. You got to love that they keep bringing him back, though. Because it's so... I mean, it really does play for laughs. He's hilarious. (laughs) Like... Macy... Lucy! He's he's funny. Who is that actor? I Do we know him? Because the more I look at him, the more he looks familiar. Maybe he's getting just getting used to. Yeah, him that now. might be true, right? Like he's familiar from the show. He married that girl, dude. Your son is seventeen. What are you talking about marriage? <laughs> and then he said, "Oh, we'll just elope." Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a weirdo, but. Andrew Nalos, that is. Mm-hmm. And see, that's that's another reason why he's Jimmy Moon 2.0, because she refers to him as Andrew Nalos, and she only does first and last names with Jimmy the Moon, she right. really likes. Mm. I never caught she that. She never did that That's a good Rod. catch. She doesn't do that with Ronald, or no. Ronnie, or whatever the fuck his name is. Mr. McDonald, yeah. Um, you know, did she or, do that with Jordan? No. What's Jordan's last name? Right. And she didn't do it with with how with Habitat guy who she like ditched Habitat to be on the date with and then he oh, yeah. ended up like coming over in gear to oh, join yeah. her. She didn't do that with him either. Mm. Brad was that? I think. think so. There's too many B's. B yeah, names. Man. Brett, Bert. Yeah, Brett, Brad, and Bert. <laughs> too many B's. Yeah, and too many R's. Robbie, Ronald, and Rick. Yeah, but they're all brothers. Yeah, but okay. <laughs> that makes it worse. <laughs> that makes it worse. <laughs> Yeah, so... So he felt like her entire character really went nowhere this, this season. Like, it had ups and downs, but it was pretty much neutral. I just don't... Yeah, and I don't know what that means in terms of setting her up for the future. Like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially you know? at her age, you expect her to really, Start you know... coming like, coming into her own Shit's supposed bit. to happen, she's exactly, on the yes. She's of 18 and graduation. Yeah. Like, you know, like, she's going to be a senior next year. Yeah, man. Like, we all go through, like, really radical changes at that age. Like, I don't care who you are. Like, it's something's going to happen. I guess that's true. Maybe, maybe I'm not giving her enough credit for being, like, in that time in her life when things are just kind of all over the place. I don't know. Still... You, you have to refresh my memory here. What mm-hmm. happens to Mary in the end? I know she ends it with Robbie, but... Right. So, so the whole finale, like the two-parter, is all about um, he comes back, right, to church yeah. after having been MIA. Out of all the small church. towns. Out of all the... <laughs> Seriously. Um, nice throwback. Um, so, yeah, so he comes back. He tells her he's a changed man. She buys it. Go, gets back together with him just confesses that she's not going to college. Mm-hmm. Um, the Annie and Eric try to like get her to understand that like if that's the case, then she's going to have to like be, be an adult. Pay and, rent. Like, get job and like have bills and stuff. And then Robbie's like, why don't you just move in with me? Then we find out that he's also proposed to her and that she said yes. Crazy. Annie sits her down. See, this is what I'm talking about. If we see Mary having an internal conflict, which is that moment when she and Annie are talking outside in the yard. Mm-hmm. Right. You can't then have her go, ah, fuck it, let's get married. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it doesn't make sense. You're she right, then yeah. has to do the right thing, which is break up with Robbie, mm-hmm. you know? Or something. Or, like, you just want to see that, you want to see the conflict manifest in some way in her. Yeah, Right? I get that. That's what you want to see. I do agree that it makes for good television. Course, yeah, something. Obviously. Um, I just don't know that it works for the show. Because, mm. again, you know, you have to remember, like, you can't, Especially in the 90s, right? The way television was. Like, you can't really fuck with your mains too much. Like, you can't have them go real rogue and dark. Mm. You know? It's because true. Because they're your mains. Like, you gotta root for them. They have to be your protagonists, you know? It's true. So, 
I mean, the concept of the anti-hero is something that was only introduced in the last, like, seven, eight years. Yeah. You know, maybe ten. Sure. Something that that became popular right. and actually sought after. That's true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, so, so, let's just say if uh, if that scene never happened where Mary and Robbie, right, they go out to the, what was the name of, of, of the fake hotel? Oh, fuck. Something Star hard? something? Starlight? I don't know. It was like a weird, was, weird name, yeah. Yeah, some seedy ass, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like truck stop looking. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so yeah. if that scene never happened, okay, would you still be okay with their relationship? No, because no. he's cheating. Yeah, he's still a piece of shit. He's, he's mm-hmm. garbage. Mm. Lie to the parents. And I don't. That's true too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Garbage, garbage, garbage. And and I don't believe him for one second that he's a changed man. Right. Like. Mm-hmm. Like, he's done nothing to prove that. And in fact, he continues to do the shitty thing, which is that, so so now we know that he's broken up with Cheryl. Cheryl? Is mm-hmm. that the girlfriend, the mm-hmm. other girlfriend's name? Sure. So remember. when he comes back into Mary's life at the end of the season, he's broken up with Cheryl. So, okay, that's cool, at least. But when Cheryl tells Robbie that she's going to talk to Mary and tell him, tell her, like, what he's all about, mm-hmm. which she shouldn't have done in the first place, which we talk about, but... When that happens, he then goes on the defensive again and calls Mary and goes, oh, like, she's just going to tell you that, like, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. But we broke up a year ago and she's just trying to get back together with me. And, like, he's lying to her again. Mm -hmm. Like, like, fuck off, dude. Like, you're the worst. (laughs) Yeah, I, I don't understand how she's, like, blind to all that. How Mary is just, you know, over just ignoring all that stuff because she's she's a smart girl. She's not dumb. I mean, ultimately, she doesn't ignore it though, because she does tell Robbie that she believes Cheryl. Sure, but they're and still getting married. No. no. Well, she gives, I mean, she breaks she, up with him. Yeah. At the end, I mean, true, true. But this is what I'm asking. I can't remember. Does she decide to go so. to school? No. No, so she doesn't. No, she's okay. not. She doesn't change anything about her life other than yeah. breaking up. No, but, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That that's what I need to refresh. Right. Still. Right. It just doesn't feel right. Like, it's just it's shitty. It's like, sad for Mary, man. It really is. Like this is what they did to her character. Huh. I don't know. Because also she can't go to school. I mean, I guess she could go to community college, college, which is what the counselor was calling in the first place. Like, like you know, when she told me she's not going to Crawford, I was like, well, at least go to community college. You know, something. Yeah. Which I don't think that that, that we know if that's what she's gonna do. But. Yeah, because yeah. I wanted to see more of the family get involved in this relationship because what he like what Robbie did to her was like it's beyond fucked up, and so just having just seeing her kind of fix her own I don't say fix but at least deal with with the relationship on her own like if I was her older brother like if I was mad and I and if I knew I would have punched him <laughs> I mean fuck punching him yeah I would have fucked him up big time. The fact yeah. that you think you can take my sister out to some random ass fucking hotel and, ex- and expect to have sex with her. Like, that's where it crossed yeah. the line for me. Like, the cheating thing or, like, being in, an, in another relationship. You can, ex- you could, I don't want to say it's excusable, but those are common things that, 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 that some relationships might experience. But going out to a hotel, having lies upon lies and, mm-hmm. and, and just getting it to that, to that point, like, like, something really must have, like, like, that, I can't explain it because it's never happened to me before. I know, but no, I wouldn't know how to react. I would just fucking kill the guy. Human being, like, like I was just that you, as you were talking, it occurred to me, like, do you like? It's so insane. And okay, let me let me get my thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
you're a teenager, right? And you're in this relationship. You're head over heels for this boy and things are great and blah, 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 right? Like, wouldn't you, like, if you're Robbie or whoever, like, wouldn't you sit down or, like, have the conversation, like, hey, like, let's have sex on Valentine's Day. How romantic would it be? You know what I mean? Like, like, would you really just, like, spring it on your date and go, like, surprise, let's have sex? Exactly. Like, who does that? Yeah. Like, what a stupid move. Or at least give, like, a like a better, like, just make it more romantic, right? Like, don't exactly. just do, like, a shitty hotel. Like, if yeah. it's a big deal, if Which you're really serious about it. You could argue he does think this is romantic because it's the hotel oh. where his parents hooked up. No. <laughs> Come on. I know. It's like. <laughs> okay, Monica. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah, there's, there's, there's so many things wrong. And then, again, like it almost feels like Mary is, you know, again is love struck and doesn't take this issue seriously and just no, lets us. I like, disagree. I think she that's what it almost feels like. I, I think she takes the assault very seriously. Mm-hmm. What's weird that you mentioned earlier is that Eric doesn't. I mean, yeah, yes. When she mm-hmm. comes home that night and is like crying and tells them everything that happened, I would have fucking snapped. Her, yeah. Props to her for telling them because she could have just like gone straight to her room and not said anything. And true. Blah, blah. True. But she tells them exactly what went down. And he, Eric's like, yeah, guys do that. I'm no, like, no, what? they don't. Eric is saying this like Eric would be the one you'd expect to like lose his mind over this. Yeah. I, I just assumed and, he would have grabbed his keys, got in the car, and. Try to find the kid. Exactly. Yeah. Or call Sergeant Michaels too. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Scare I mean, the shit out of him. I'll be back, but I'm going to do this. Yeah. And like, like for him, for his reaction to just be like, yeah, man, shit happens. Like, what? It's your oldest fucking daughter, man. Grow, like, grow a pair and fucking just, like, I don't want to say handle the, the situation, but make it known, at least to the audience, that like you actually give a shit about your family. Yeah. And in fact, now that I'm thinking about it, from that point on, even like at the end when he does come back and everything, Eric is weirdly like not invest. I mean, he's very upset about Robbie, doesn't like him and has a thoughts and opinions and stuff, but sure. like, he's weirdly like, it's almost like he's like, he's like, I can't do anything. Like, like his hands are tied or some shit. And I'm like, but we've seen you for three or four whole seasons now be like so involved and so controlling and so like yeah. in like in your kids' lives, like S- sticking your finger in all the honey honey pots. With Mary, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> that you're just like, oh, I don't like it, but you, I can't yes. do anything. Like, yes, you can. We've seen you do something for the best for the last eighty episodes, and we've like, seen him get angry before. Like it, yeah. it's not like an emotion where he can't express or it's like exactly. it's not written in. It's really weird now that I'm thinking about it. That's <laughs> yeah. that's what tripped me out the most, actually. Yes. Yeah. But 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 is it a calculated move on the part of the show to tone him down a bit? Because after he has heart attack, like at the beginning of the season, he has toned down. He's gone more zen. Yeah. Like yes, but not not to that but level. Not, I mean, exactly. When Come your on. daughter's being fucking assaulted, like really, that's not the time when you kick it into gear. Like seriously, if yeah. I even heard his name or fucking saw him anywhere, like Ugh. I like I would have just turned fucking into fucking Hulk and just you know torn. Like I don't know. It's a testament to Eric's like respect for his job and his relationship with God that he didn't just like have like a mob attack Robbie when he walked into the church. Sure. <laughs> like, right, true. You know what I'm saying? Like like that's what I would have done. I would have been like, get the fuck out of my church. Everyone attack him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, 
or at least be be more pro, like, like reactive. Yeah, That's what I wanted yeah, him yeah. to see. However you do it, Which whether it's anger or passion way. or whatever, just be be reactive. He gets that way behind closed doors with Annie, which is like a misplaced anger. Like like it's the wrong place to put your anger. Is like yelling at your wife, wife about seriously. how pissed you are. You know what I mean? Seriously, like, yeah. Like yell at your kid about how pissed you are because you're pissed at her. I don't know. It's all just weird and sad, kind of like not sad, like unfortunate. You know mm-hmm. how things sort of crumble or fell. But um, okay, so episode seventeen and eighteen. Eric is on jury duty with a bunch of racists. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm I, reading it verbatim. I, Eric is on jury duty with a bunch of racists. Basically, yeah. Which is so wrong, but anyway. <laughs> Ruthie realizes that actions have consequences. Matt drives his roommate nuts in not being able to decide whether to see Shauna in Manhattan. Poor <laughs> <laughs> John. Yeah, he had it the worst. He's <laughs> like, God damn it, Matt. You're a horrible, horrible person. You're bumming me out. <laughs> Worst roommate ever. I do Seriously. feel for John, man. Yeah, like he's really got nothing going on this season. Like, yeah, unfortunately, um, he's Matt's sidekick. Well, with the exception of the Side episode track. with the racists, because yeah. that's when he gets something to do, which is right. That's the episode, right, when he's got to battle the, the um. That's when um, the, the the politician who's using liar liar episode. Or, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but twelve if, angry people. No, that's not. Was it the same episode? episode? I don't oh, think liar, so. Liar okay, episode. Okay. okay. I think so. Yeah. Oh, we yeah, with the media and all that. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. Okay, so, so let's talk about twelve angry people quickly because mm-hmm. I feel like we talked about it a lot, like <laughs> extensively in our episode about it. But right. Um, is it that he's with a bunch of racists? I think it's the opposite, right? <laughs> like. Or, or is it racist to be worried about race all the time? I don't know. That's the weird thing about that word. It, it's there is no clear definition of right. a, of a racist or racism right. because it is very subjective. Well, but the connotation, right, is that you are like against races other than your own, or right that you have sure, yeah. that you have animosity, I guess, towards mm-hmm. races other than your own, but. Technically, that's not really what's happening in this episode because what's happening in that episode is you've got a bunch of minorities who are in charge of convicting another minority, another man of color, like another minority person, mm-hmm. and letting their own um, experiences and like issues with like mm-hmm. the justice system sort of color their take on this particular case. Yeah, because the way um, Mr. Wood wrote in his synopsis, it almost mm. sounds like the like the entire jury the voice of reason, reason or exactly, right. and and the entire jury panel is racist against this white police officer, right? That's what it. I, that's actually true. That's what that I'm is assuming. Ultimately, what has what is happening? Yeah, that's true. It's like or it, almost like racist against like the justice system, <laughs> like if you will, like you know, I don't know, but. Yeah, which which is actually kind of true today if you think about it, because there are some states, you know, like that that, that we we've been hearing on the news where it's not just an individual incident, like it's a systemic thing where it's yeah. like everyone from from the top to the bottom, they're just yeah. there's and layers of racism there. Well, and every story that the that the jurors tell, mm-hmm. like of their own experience, mm-hmm. you know, all, dealing with racism or whatever, like right. is all stuff that like. First one is like happening today still, like yeah, in the yeah. world, in our country, mm-hmm. um, and two, like you can, like you understand why they feel the way they do, you know, like because these are real things for, like it's real for them, 
And this is just another guy that, like, this is our chance to, like, not put him away when the justice system is, like, so fucked, like, so, like, backwards and works against us or whatever, you right. know. I don't know. It was a powerful episode. It, we, of, of course, had our issues with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Namely that ultimately it's a white person telling the story of a minority and yep. trying to put it in the mouth of a minority and all of that stuff. But, um, it... You know, I did like the nameless, faceless, active, like, facet of it. Mm. Yeah, I'll give you that, yeah. Um, But if this episode had aired today, it would have been hashtag white privilege, right? That would have, I think that would have been a really, really big, like, sticking point. That would be a really good title for it. (laughs) But, I mean, that's essentially what it, it almost felt like. Do you mean, like, if if a bunch of white people in a writer's room made this show, like, made this episode happen today on television? If it was just aired. Today, I mean, like, I don't know about the writing, but just how how the episode actually played out, right? Mm-hmm. It was it was Eric kind of white man convinced being... everybody to see his point of view. Exactly, that's it. And how at the end of the day, the last domino to fall was a white guy. That's true too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that was like a big sticking point for me. I was like, I was like, why does the white guy have to be the last one to fall? Because then ultimately, you're saying that he's the deciding factor. You know what I mean? And so once again, a white guy is deciding the fate. You know? And it makes like, sense, yeah. It's silly. It's like really badly executed. But anyway, we won't rehash all of that again. <laughs> um, and then Ruthie cuts bangs on a girl. Oh, yeah. And Her friend Sarah, I think. refuses to like take ownership of the fact that like she did something wrong. Yeah, that was a weird, weird like thing. And acts like a terrible brat. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk a little bit about Ruthie this season. What? <laughs> well, insofar as like she's insane, once again, like she continues to be insane with no redeem, like with no redeeming qualities, right? Mm-hmm. Am I? Is that just me? <laughs> well, I don't know about redeeming. Qual- okay, so I don't know. It, it's her character. Like the biggest evolution in her character that I can remember is her getting over the whole hooey thing, right? That was like a big turning point. Mm. From from going from a child to, I don't want to say an adult, but a transition. The monkey was this season? Was, was it? it? I, don't, I don't remember stupid monkey. It, I, I might have been season three. Sure? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. I, I have a vague memory of us talking about it the last time we did a recap. Are you right, sure? Right. A little bit. Okay, so for the sake of, in I, case it wasn't season I four. Sure. You and me talking about the monkey. It's possible. She saw a monkey. No one believed her. <laughs> But again, like she's becoming uh, less reliant on her imagination and more on actual things around her and her and her reactions to them are not consistent with the rest of the family. You're right. She is like this little chaotic. I don't want to say chaotic, but it almost it's almost like a like a like the episode where she made the mountain of noses. Whatever it's called. Who knows? Like, I was just yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's it's I think that's a good episode to kind of show like she has this thing inside her. And I don't think the show knows what's the best avenue to express it. And and, and the show made her that way. Mm-hmm. It you doesn't make I mean? sense. Like, yeah. like the show continues to mm-hmm. make her the weirdo. Yeah. Which you, I think, hit a very good point just now, which is that her her actions, the, the way she is and stuff, is inconsistent with the rest of the family. Yeah. Which is why she's the weirdo. Sure. Unquote. Yeah. Maybe that's something that people can identify with. I don't know. And it, I had this revelation a few episodes back, right, where I realized, like, 
I think I need to let go of my issues with Ruthie because okay. she just is who she is at this point. Like I keep wanting her to be someone else or mm-hmm. different than she mm-hmm. is. And I just need to, re- I think I just need to realize like, this is just who she is. And I just yeah. need to either like it or don't, but like have to get over it kind mm-hmm. of, you know, which I'm kind of ready to do maybe for season five. Right. It's just like weird. It's just, she's just weird. I don't know. I, I don't like her. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's hard to predict where she's going to be. Yeah. Right, like or like, like what, like what angle the show is trying to push her in? Like it almost seems like they have like a giant bag of random topics, and it's like, okay, what are we doing with Ruthie today? And just pull one out, and be like here yeah. we go. Like yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. it feels like. Totally. Yeah, I don't know. It yeah. doesn't make sense. And, and also, her storylines. I, I was about to say something, but I don't think I'm I'm even right. But I was gonna say like her storylines sort of never really like feed in to anything like they just kind of like exist in their own world mm-hmm. which isn't is and isn't true right because a lot of the time she is sort of ingrained in what's happening or at least thematically her storyline will feed into the greater theme of the episode or whatever but like she's just i don't know she's just there she's weird it's <laughs> random like weirdo i don't yeah i don't know she has her it. funny moments i'll give you that but sure I mean, I loved her in this finale, like oh, yeah, when she Bert. when she's talking about Bert and she's talking to Simon and mm-hmm. like all of that. Like, uh, do you know how to get him to like like me again? Do you know that, Smarty Pants? Like, <laughs> that's cute. And okay. her and Simon continue to have the greatest chemistry. Yeah. Like, even yeah, as agree. they get older, yeah. like it's still there. You know, like they play off of each other really well. I'm gonna walk out of this room, and when I come back, I want a different answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's. They have their moments. She has her moments, I should say. But you stole that from your mom. I <laughs> love that she hangs up on him. So yeah, so little Ruthie and Bert like have a budding thing happening. I yeah, guess. I don't know. I don't, I don't, know. Know. I don't I, know how to describe it. So. They're cute. I think they're just gonna be like friends, you know, and like Wait, what, like he... whatever a nine year old's version of a boyfriend girlfriend scenario is, is. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you bring him back though, because it's not like they're like together. Like, who cares, you know? Right. There are no Simon and Dina. You know who hasn't come back is any of Lucy's friends. Right? <laughs> like, when's the last time we saw Shelby? When's the last time we saw Rod? They're friends oh, now. Oh, well, that's true. Rod and Jimmy Moon. <laughs> yeah, those are friends that you don't want back. This is true. We haven't seen them at all this season, huh? Only in the beginning. Oh, Jimmy with the possession of marijuana. And we did see Rod with Shelby because, remember, they were standing in the Oh, in when the Mary gets arrested and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. And then he that's sold it. his... or he was... was it also this season when Shelby likes the boy? That was last season. Oh, okay. That was the last episode. Oh. Or two. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. every one of... like I think every one of the main characters besides... Well, I don't want to call the twins a main character, but they, they're part of the family. They're, they're getting there. Yeah. Are it? It almost feels like they're like the show is trying to. I don't want to say force them, but make sure that everyone has some kind of external relationship with the family. And in this case, it turns out to be whatever relationship that you know. It's it's even Ruthie. That's what I'm trying to say. Like they're they're not forcing it, but almost it, it feels very forced for her because it's it's Simon has the relationship. Oh. Lucy is kind of up in the air but she's constantly like that's all she can think about is boys mm-hmm. and then matt obviously is matt and mary's obviously mary but it's like do you have to get ruthie in you know like i guess monkey see monkey do right kind of deal but well, it's like keep you, her like the weird argue, bizarre little you could argue girl she monkey is see monkey do but 
she doesn't instigate the the boyfriend thing. He does. Like he comes over mm-hmm. to work on the project. She could give two shits about him. He right. gives her the cat, and, and he's like, "Will you be my girlfriend now?" She's like, "All right, if you do stuff for me." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I don't know that she really cares about being in a relationship. Um, but it's more of like a meta thing. Like, why are the writers forcing oh, this? I, right? I see yeah. What you're why? Like, like, why does every Camden have to be in in some kind of relationship like why can't they just stand out alone on their own on their own characters well and as we saw though they they severed just as many relationships at the end of the season as they started it's true they they, they severed matt and shauna Mm -hmm. but then they started matt and heather that's what i'm saying they severed mary and robbie Mm -hmm. and then they severed simon and dina they started lucy and andrew Mm -hmm. and started if you will ruthie and bert like so like it's not I don't know. I hadn't even thought about that now that I'm th- like now that you're saying it. Like I didn't think about the fact that like now they all have little relationshipy things happening. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see more growth, like more internal growth of the characters, and less growth that involves uh, a secondary or a third outside character in the family. Mm-hmm. But how do you show growth except externally? I mean. Like, you can't just have them sitting alone in a room, like, contemplating life. You know what I mean? That's like, true, but ju- just experiences that doesn't necessarily involve, uh, you know, a, a love or a romantic sure, relationship. Sure, sure, That's sure. what I'm looking for, Growth I guess. Growth in other ways beyond Correct. just, like, in relationships, relationships yes. with other people. Exactly. Yeah, that's fair. Because that's more realistic. But it's also, you have to remember, especially as we're getting into later seasons and the audience mm-hmm. is aging with the show. With the show, okay, yeah. Like, it's becoming That's hard to a think about, but yeah. Show, True. Right? So you have to play to the teen audience. That's tough. Which is all about boys and girls and, you know, kissing mm-hmm. and all that shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, that's where the drama is going to come from now. But written by adults, not written by teens. Well, always. That's well, television. <laughs> that's what kind of, like, gives, like, a... I don't want to say a fakeness to it, but definitely it, it, it's... That's why there's, like, moments where I'm like, this doesn't feel real. It's not the best writing, obviously. True. Like, that's that will forever be our judgment or our criticism of the show is right. that the writing is not very strong. But do you know any stats on the average age group that used to watch the show when it was when it was being aired? Like no. I'm I'm actually curious. <laughs> I don't even think no. stats like that existed in the nineties. Are you kidding? I mean, they just know like the number of viewers, right? And they could maybe yeah. do like no, uh, I'm, I'm like sure surveys and polls, right? Yeah. I don't. I just don't know. I wouldn't even know how to like. Because they would need to know that on how to advertise, right? Like no, no, for sure. But the, obviously, though, like the that's what I'm curious. Yes, was, that's what I'm curious about. The WB, right? At, on a Monday primetime, eight o'clock slot. Like right. you're playing to your teen, like your tween teen audience. Mm-hmm. Plus, with the added bonus of because it's family values, the parents can watch too. <laughs> you know. Got you. So it's really intended for a really large. Uh, yeah, I think demographic, that, I think just like how you said, right? Yeah. To, what is it? Eighteen to forty-nine is like the classic demo that right. is like the like the winning demo that right. they try to get. Spends the most money, apparently. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. I think this is definitely squarely in that in that demo, like totally. That makes sense. Yeah. Thirteen, maybe thirteen to forty. Yeah, like, you know. But that's the thing. Even like the thirteen-year-olds in the show, they're bringing adult, you know, yeah, yeah. topics with them. Yeah. To to. to Which, but again. You, I think I think it's hard for for us to even remember, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, I mean I don't think either of you watched the show when it was on. No. But having <laughs> Sorry, having no. seen at least a few episodes while it was on, like it's a it's that time in your life when like, you know, first of all, there's like it's appointment television. Let's not forget, like 
you had to be sitting in yes. front of your television God. at 8 p.m. on Hated Monday that. to watch Seventh Heaven. <laughs> or if you had, if you were lucky enough to have a VCR with a recording function, you could record it on a tape and watch it later. That's the only way. You're but right. That's yeah. The only way it's you're going to watch the show. And so, like, you know, you're sitting down. You have to finish your homework before eight so you can watch it, right? Like all these things God. are playing into it. So, <laughs> like. And, oh, the good and old they days. have to, I and know, they seriously. have to play. Like it has to, like play to the audience. So, like it's got to be kids dealing with some stuff that's a little bit above their pay grade, so that they learn a lesson. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like no, that's true. That's, true, it, that's yeah. what it has to be. It's interesting. So that so that then the audience learns a lesson too. You see, mm. that's how it plays. Oh, you're gotcha, so smart. Gotcha, gotcha. I know. <laughs> um, okay, so episode nineteen through twenty-two are home stretch. Eric counsels a troubled young girl while Hank keeps a secret (laughs) from wife Julie. All five Camden kids, excluding the twins, are caught in adolescent love triangles. There you go. Yeah. Um, I don't know about love triangles, though. Not necessarily three people, but yeah. I mean, definitely in a relationship. I'll give them that. Yeah. What's the, what's the, oh, Love Triangle for Lucy for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. With Nalos and Ronnie. Love Triangle for Mary Matt. with. And Matt. Yeah, and Matt. Yeah. Yeah. I guess just not, not with not really Ruthie Simon. or like Simon. And yeah, exactly. Ruthie, yeah. yeah. But anyway. But yeah. What was the troubled young girl? Why did that make you laugh? Troubled young girl. I don't remember this I, episode. It's not the one that wrote the letter that was like. Yeah, that was Midway the through the season. That, yeah. That yeah. was like. I, I kept it anonymous because it's not about me. Oh, this right, is so yeah. fucking cute. I cried my eyes out. Troubled young girl. Who's troubled young girl? It's I the, have to look at my notes. It's the one. Um, it was like an abusive dad yeah, or something. Yeah, no, the one that got, was oh, raped. Oh, the rape oh. that they don't call a rape. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Again, like a very heavy topic, just kind of brushed. Like brushed off, like, like the fact that none of us remembered it. Like it didn't well, st- yeah. st- stand out. Like it's it did stand I, out. It still stand out though. It is a decent episode. I think they did a pretty good job when it comes to the psychological fuck up that happens between right. the dialogue that goes on in right. the family and my favorite. That was actually about, good. That's true. My favorite part about that episode is that it's not about the like it's not about rape sucks. Don't do rape. It's about how do you how do you come away from it mm-hmm. and and deal with it and move on and be healthy yeah. and all that. Like mm-hmm. I liked that. I like mm-hmm. it's rare that the show doesn't go down like the easy like, not the easy but like the like the straight like you know cookie cutter path. Like yeah. it's rare, but when it happens, it's it's interesting enough. You know, like mm-hmm. um, yeah. I don't know. I almost feel like. The writers in the beginning of the season, they say, okay, here's 12 topics that we have to hit, right? Marijuana, huffing, <laughs> rape, uh, Japanese internment, whatever it is. <laughs> and then they try to like piece it, like piece the, the rest of the episodes kind of based on that. Like, I wish, I, I hope you're right. I wish it was like that. Like, <sighs> Seriously. It's hard to know if that's the case though, because they are just so like random. Like, yeah, they're not connected or like loosely the, connected. I feel like like the arc that happens for any given character happens by accident. <laughs> like mm. it, it it doesn't feel like a planned trajectory. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like where's your sto- like like where's your showrunner? Yeah. <laughs> like, like doing a shitty job. Like, I really feel like sometimes it just happens by accident, and sometimes they force it. They freaking like retcon to force it, like they did at the beginning of the finale, 
Like, with the, like, oh, well, they're on and off. They're on now. No, man, they fucking broke up. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, right, yeah. Oh, well, she hasn't seen him since the last couple of times they dated. They never went on any dates. <laughs> like, what, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit like that, like, really bothers me. Um, oh, you knew that on the third date? When did the second one happen? Seriously. Um, yeah, it's weird. So, yeah. Okay, so I also just want to finish Stephen Wood's um, yeah, yeah, yeah. little post he's written. So, starring are a never better Stephen Collins as Minister Father Eric, Catherine Hicks as his wife Annie, Jessica Biel as Mary, Barry Watson as Matt, David Gallagher as Simon, Beverly Mitchell as Lucy, Mackenzie Rosman as Ruthie. Guest starring are Maureen Flanagan as Shauna, Deborah Raffin as Julie, and Ed Bigley Jr. as Hank. John gets no shout out. How did I survive these mm. memorable and sometimes harrowing adolescent years intact? Great parents. What? <laughs> what? Also, after a seventh heaven's great, but also so, I had great parents. <laughs> seriously. As a footnote, <laughs> let me add that this box set claims to have edited episodes and changed music. I was timing the episodes like a hawk and watching for cuts. All 22 of them seem fully intact, and the opening and closing music is all there. So Paramount mm. Home Video must have done a very good editing job. Or just put on the disclaimer for legal reasons. There are a lot of social activist issues here. Maybe some 800 phone number epilogues have been trimmed because they are no longer valid. In any event, mm. the season four set of Seventh Heaven is a treasure to cherish over and over as we wait for the season treasure, DVD. A treasure? <laughs> really? Okay. Treasure to cherish. Uh, sh- <laughs> big words. Big words. Yeah. Hmm. So, okay. I also have some um, additional, like, five-star reviews that I included okay. sure. on Amazon. Because I was just like, because after I found this one, I was like, let's see what else people said. No, I yeah. Love this show, right? It's actually a good idea, yeah. So, five out of five stars from Mary Colton. Everything was great. <laughs> okay. Okay, period. Sure. <laughs> Five out of five stars from Claudia Schexnader. This is the greatest Christian series I've ever watched ever. <laughs> yeah, keyword Christian. <laughs> yes. <laughs> five out of five stars, J.E. Never liked it, but got into it. <laughs> five, you get five stars for that? Five stars. I can't make this up, you guys. Five out of five stars, Kathy Shrout. <laughs> I love buying these shows for my kids because they learn what not to do from the Camden family. Uh, <laughs> I love it because Seventh Heaven shows that ministers' families are normal and have the same issues any family would have. That's called shitty parenting. You're a <laughs> shitty parent. <laughs> that you expect the show to teach your children. Sorry. Um, and then we have five out of five stars from Ke- Kevin Coaster. This product was exactly as promised and met my needs as soon as I received it. What needs? <laughs> This product works flawlessly. <laughs> it's not a fucking like a like a hammer. It met my needs. Yeah, exactly. Well, I have a whole bunch of nails. I got to hammer them in. I'm gonna buy a hammer. No, this is a DVD set, and only season four, right? Yeah, yeah, just for season oh, four. Oh, weird. Yeah. So, and then because we are a fair and balanced podcast, and we don't want to just talk about the five star reviews. Sure. I also have some of the bad reviews. Okay. Or less than five star reviews. And so the top, the top rated review for the bad reviews mm-hmm. side is two out of five stars titled Kissing and Young, Young Love, Although. And it's written by Willard Zook and says, this season focuses too much on dating, kissing, and young love. 
Although, come to think of it, much of the series does. There is, however, some good writing and some instructional themes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the whole love, like the young love angle for sure. Like that's... Yeah. That was... Yeah. Okay. And then... I could, I could totally see that being a problem. <laughs> um, okay. And then I have a two out of five stars by Virginia Sutherland. I enjoy the show, but you cannot tell by looking at them that they are supposed to be Christians. They look just like the world and act just like the world. Other than that, it still beats the junk that is on TV today. Um, when was that c- comment written? Do you know? Is there a date? 2007, May 2007, so right as the series was ending or mm. had already ended. Mm. There had to be better shows on television in 2007. Oh, that's yeah. Way too much intense kissing, eye the mouth, to the point that my husband and I got uncomfortable. What? <laughs> um, and then, okay, I'm going to read this. Three out of five it's stars. It's the sound. I told you. It's I know. <laughs> What's oh, the saliva and the, yeah. and, the, and the tongue and the lips? <gasps> um, three out of five stars by <laughs> lactivist anti-vaccine liberal. What? <laughs> I just bought the Seventh Heaven season four set this past week, and I've only seen a couple of episodes on it, so I'll hold off on actually reviewing the set until I have seen more of it. That is also why I've only given this set three stars. I will decide how many stars the set really deserves after I've seen more of the episodes. So then, but why are you commenting? I just had a question, and I was wondering if someone reading knows the answer. Soon after I got the set, I just happened to be looking at the back of the box near the bottom. There was a small edition that stated, some episodes may be edited from their original network version, and music has been changed for this home entertainment version. Now, I don't care much about changes in music, but what editing of episodes are they referring to? Yeah, I'm Does curious. anyone know? Obviously, it means that they are using the syndicated episodes with cut scenes, but which episodes and which scenes have been cut in this set? Has anyone watched the set's episodes in comparison with the version recorded from the network airing? I have most, if not all, of season four episodes on VHS tape. <gasps> Unfortunately, they are all scattered on different VHS types in multitude of different boxes, so finding each episode will be difficult and take an inordinate amount of time. So does anyone know which scenes from which episodes have been cut from this DVD set? I really want to know. Not that it would change my mind about buying it, but maybe I would have bought it from somewhere cheaper than Marathon. Best Buy, or I would have waited until it went on sale to buy it instead of buying it for full No, this, this can't be real. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm really disappointed to discover after buying it that season four is using cut episodes for this set. But I'd, also, but I'd at least like to know what scenes I am missing and in what episodes so I can watch those specific episodes on my VHS tapes until I convert them to DVD instead. Wow. So, okay. first thing first, what possible, like, scene that was cut out, like, how would that influence or affect your um, your rating of the show, or at least of the season? Like, I don't think well, there's... I, don't, I wouldn't even know yeah. what was cut to know how that would affect my rating, but... But still, like, is there anything that you can even imagine? Like, like oh, if they had done this, like, this one little tweak or this one, you know, five or ten second segment, it would have changed the whole dynamic of the episode? Like, I can't imagine Usually that. not. And yeah. Usually when cu- when scenes are cut for time, like, for air... Right. It's... They, they don't feed... Like, they're not necessary. They're just filler because, scenes, because, because whatever. Because what airs on television is the episode like like that's how it works right like right. what you've aired initially is the episode anything else is bonus if you choose to include it on a dvd or whatever so if they cut anything it can't have like served a major purpose in the storyline or whatever mm. i don't know yeah just just like and for her to write a 
page long. That's awesome. The best is that I kept reading it. Like, that's the funniest moment. Um, and then finally, just because I have it, um, one out of five stars, unbelievably unbelievable. This show actually makes the Brady Bunch seem realistic. <laughs> the father somehow supports a bundle of children on the wages of a minister, while everyone else seems to do basically nothing to bring monetary stability to the household. At least Mike Brady was an architect. My wife quite rightly <laughs> gets extremely annoyed if she ever sees clips or even five minutes of this show, as she works in an area where she helps people with real-life problems. To see the Camdens invite a friend over who has bulimia, anorexia, and any other life-threatening problem and defeat it with their love over a single weekend is an insult to anyone who has ever suffered such destructive diseases. Should I go on? I don't think so, as I find it stressful even thinking about this show, but not to say a few more words is irresponsible on my part. What is most annoying of all of this is the fact that it is such a high-rating show with a huge audience. Please wake up, America, and any other country that is in love with this drivel. It is fine with me if you do enjoy it. However, please remember that reality does not exist within this show. It is television, and in this case, farther from reality than I would like to think that it should be. It is irresponsible and much worse at times. My sentiments. Exactly. <laughs> Seriously. Nailed it. Written on July 24, 2007. So after the show had ended, mm. series finale. Uh, Bulimia? He took it upon himself to write this yeah. review on season four. <laughs> Which episode? It wasn't it in this season. Happened. Did not in this has, season. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was like, what are you referencing? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so that was fun. That's, I mean, I'm glad someone else at least thinks like us. Right. You know what? This was written by Lan or Ian. Ian. Lan. Ian mm-hmm. on Amazon. So Ian on Amazon, if you happen to be listening to this, <laughs> the random get chance. in touch with us. Let us know your thoughts. Yeah. We'd love to talk to you about this because we're, we're pretty much on the same page. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll give so, you that. Yeah. So season four, man. I mean, I don't know. Thoughts, things, or predictions for season five? Ooh, predictions. Hmm. Or just general thoughts for mm-hmm. the future? I don't know anymore. <laughs> I mean, the, the easiest characters to write for would be the twins. Right, I mean, maybe they can they're, walk. They maybe they have to write for them. Maybe yeah. they could. T- well, I mean, they're gonna have to write on what they're, how they're gonna play into the family, right? They just never have anything to do. Mm-hmm. It's mostly like, like, like one of them is doing something while they're changing the kid or mm-hmm. feeding the kid, or you know. But do, do you think they're gonna be more active? Um, they're gonna be walking around. They might be they're saying certain be words, yeah, right? Because yeah. they're now already over a year old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. so yeah, yeah, that, yeah. We might see them be a little bit more mobile. Okay. Maybe see some gates in the stairs. <laughs> right, right. right. Yeah. Things like that, yeah. yeah. That's true. And then uh, what do you think about Ruthie? Is she still going to be the, the random? Weirdo? Yeah, yeah, yeah random sure. weirdo. Mm-hmm. For sure. If not more so. Like, I think they're just going to go in whole hog on Ruthie's mm-hmm. the weirdo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Then- I'd be interested to see if Simon does deal at all with the aftermath like of his relationship ending. Like, if that has changed him at all. Like, mm-hmm. if he's less of a, like romantic you know mm-hmm. or what he becomes more jaded yeah right? i just just i'm just curious like i don't know right because like who's to say but it would be interesting it would be like a different color for him i would like to see that actually because yeah. i know it's it, it's in him it's it's in him to get really deep and to get in his own thoughts yeah yeah and he can get dark yeah. i mean we've seen it yeah so. no other character on the show actually has to be honest like mm-hmm. to that Barry? 
I mean, I don't want to say dark, but it's like... Yeah, I guess she hasn't gone dark. That's just like emotionally layered when it comes to Mary. This is more like philosophical, like holy shit. Sure. Like like he's, he's touching on bro- very broad world issues. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and like, why feed it through Simon as a writer? Like, because he's the best actor. Mm-hmm. No, like hands down. No, most probably, yeah. Most probably, yeah. He's I mean, the yeah. Best of them, and he's and he's the funniest of them too. Yeah. Like, God, he, he's the he best. Has the chops. <laughs> he does. I mean, we, we talked about this early on when when we were looking at the credits and yeah. how he gets billed above Jessica Biel. Mm-hmm. You know, really, and mm-hmm. and Beverly Mitchell. And let's be real, he. Fucking deserves it because he's good. No, compared totally. to compared mm-hmm. to the rest, totally and I good. and I told you how Jessica Biel, like the way she talks, like annoys the me. way she acts, <laughs> really annoys me. And I like her, yeah, and I like her stuff. But in this show, no, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what to expect from from Simon next next season. It's gonna be. It's gonna It'll be, be interesting. interesting. Yeah, and, and the good thing is, is we know we like Simon. So like, whatever it is, clearly the writers understand what to do with him like like i don't think they've ever really like fucked up a simon story you know what i mean sure right i don't know have they i can't i mean no. obviously obviously he's had weaker stories and stuff true and other stories that are not that weak but like i think i i don't feel like like i've ever watched simon been like shut the fuck up <laughs> like you know like, what are you saying right now actually yeah. maybe i have i know i actually have had those moments where i'm like pissed off at simon where it's like not the Simon I like, but maybe not this season. Mm. Was it this season with the whole wood thing? Wood? Simon and, and and wood. Do you remember oh, that? God. <laughs> the most ridiculous, which was by far like the funniest shit. It's like I don't know what it is with men and wood. We just love wood. The way it smells, the way it feels. Like what are you talking about? Like who are you right now? Oh and it's like oh this this is definitely not like an Eric thing. This this came from Annie's jeans, <laughs> right? Like something. I think that was last season when um, Lucy's putting the car together for Matt. Was it? Was it last yeah. season? It, it feels like this yeah, season. Yeah. No, no, it was. Yeah. You're oh man. To, yeah. Yeah. He did home ec this season, right? Oh, then it was this season. It, it has to be this right, season. Because that was the whole thing: is do I do home, home ec, ec or, or woodshop? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. I have to. I'm gonna like try that was my. Clip yeah, that's that, that's like my favorite clip by far. What episode was it? It's in the beginning because I remember like no one is gonna be home and then they look at Simon to cook. Here it is. You'd rather be in wood shop because there are more guys in there. And wood. Men love wood. The smell of wood, the look of wood, the way it looks when it's varnished, the way it crackles in a fire, the way it can be as flexible and airy as a piece of kite paper, as solid and unyielding as the oak hull of a mighty Viking ship. (laughs) Yep, wood is the substance of our lives, you know. (laughs) <laughs> it's so good you get so deep into it oh see like that's what I'm talking about like he's funny yeah know? I want to see more of that yeah true yeah, yes totally. so yeah um, yeah and then so with Matt and Heather I guess like who knows fucking A yeah I don't know about that is this did they only get married so they can bone like do you think they're gonna talk about sex next season like well, they're gonna introduce it. They? There's no way he can't. Like he's 21 and now he's married. Like it has to be something about that, yeah. right? They can talk about everybody else's teen pregnancies and things like yeah. this, but they can't. Discuss Their sex. oldest son, who's like in his mid 20s, pretty much, like isn't having sex. I guess so. Well, when did Eric and Annie 
have sex. Like twenty. Do they talk about it on the show? No, but they, but we. You know have to make an they, assumption. They met, at right. they met at nineteen. Got married a year later. Mm-hmm. And we they had Matt. They was, boned before they got married. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, had Matt. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, sounds like around the same age that Matt might might be able to do it. But I mean, I don't know. Like, what's your hesitation? Like, are you saying like he's too young, or like, like no, the it should never just address that. I don't know. It, it, it's I'm afraid if they do address it, they're not going to do they're not going to do a good job, right? It's it's going to come off as either super cheesy or not. They're not going to dive too deep into it. And well, and it might be inconsistent with what he's expecting or at least what he's seen as an example with his parents. But then they've never even talked about sex. Thank you. Because that, that, that's what I was going to say. I don't think I don't know. dwell too much on like the act itself. Right. I, but I could see it. First of all, we know that they just went to this chat. Like they eloped, right? So like mm-hmm. Annie and Eric don't even know they got married or that they're getting married or whatever. And so like we have to assume that like when we pick back up again – the conversation will have to be like we got married mm-hmm. and then and then at some point eventually we'll have to be about like Eric and Matt maybe bonding over the fact that like having like a man now like having the know. talk yeah, 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 yeah. Like, something like that I don't know I don't know because sometimes it's Eric weird. and Matt have bonding moments right we've seen it rarely yeah <laughs> like once in a blue moon where they're like father and son I guess so yeah I don't know yeah, I don't know what to expect yeah. from from Matt. I just I would just hate for it to be like a like let's just get married because we love each other and also we want a bone because this has been building for the last three days or whatever you know. Yeah, I mean, how much would they show? No, we're right? not gonna see the act. Well, I mean, no obviously, way. but 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 like I'm just curious how I'm how close they, to the edge they would get. I'm surprised they showed Shauna like come out of the of the apartment like with her clothes on backwards like and her hair all fucked up like mm. clearly indicating she had just been having sex like I was something right that. yeah yeah that's true yeah yeah those are pretty obvious things mm-hmm. um yeah I don't know yeah I don't know and what then to Mary I mean Mary really is the wildest card of all for leading into next season <laughs> like yeah, yeah like, a lot of things can happen. That's true. What the fuck is gonna be her story next year oh, if she's even there? I I keep thinking that this is the end of her, but I don't think it is. I think she will be back next season, at least for a time. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. Like, I would love to see a big event take place and affect every member of the family and really throw their whatever path that we think they're on, like kind of you know just throw it, just throw it kind of off. Um, I would like to see like a like a big big moment like that that like something because now just looking just thinking back of all the season finales and and, and of all the big big uh, um, uh, moments in the show they're pretty isolated to maybe one or two main characters nothing really revolution except maybe the 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 twins like that was the biggest one that if, that every single family member had to be involved. That wasn't a finale though. Uh, what uh, what do you mean like the, the the twins being born? No, no, the, the whole news of of the twins oh, co- oh, coming right, to the family. Right, but yeah, right, I mean, like right. now we can see how everyone is is slightly involved in the world of the twins. But like I don't know, like I want to see more of those global type events that 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 influence everyone mm. that that really steers the whole show in a you know in a slightly different direction. Yeah, because it, it it's kind of predictable, but kind of not. Um, with the individual characters, it's hard to predict where they might be, but the whole, but the show as a whole, I feel like that's kind of predictable because again, they're a nice, you know, fucking family when it comes to their religion and and their thoughts and they're dealing with common issues that teenagers and adults might have. But 
I want to like again, like I want something to like like I want some something to to happen where it's like th- you know throwing the the wrench in a machine and just have it either go haywire or kind of they've shown something that, that that their openers are usually that as opposed to their closers. Like like this season, what do you mean? it opened with Eric's heart attack, which then yeah, which then changed the scope of everything for the for, for at least like like three or four episodes. You know I mean? Yeah, whereas true. to your point, like. They could have done that as a cliffhanger finale. That's true. But they just didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and again, with this season, like like the cliffhanger finale of this season is isolated to just Matt as opposed to anyone else. True. So who knows what the big thing, if anything, would be will next be season? Yeah. At the opening of next season. You're right. That would be the better place for it because now you have the entire season to. But see, but I would kind of build you, though, through it. That I like it the other way. I'd rather you you end me on like a. What's gonna happen next season? Like, exactly. Holy crap! Like everything will be different now. You know what I mean? Yes. Because that's kind of more exciting. That's that's a little bit more like yeah, like good storytelling, like dra- like drama. You know, I don't know. And you designate two episodes. I think every single finale, right? It's like a it's like a two parter. They call it that, but in so far as like one story leads into the next, but they play on two different weeks. Like they're not like back to back. It's true. It's true. When they air, in a right. way. And but you get the recap, right? You, right. This one, I think we did. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And and because of that, you 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 might have the opportunity to, to really dive deeper in a in a in a story or yeah something that could yeah. hopefully like give us like change. a real good like strong ending. Yeah. With the ending, or like with with the with the cliffhangery ending, that's like whoa, what come? Where do we go from here? You know. Exactly. For everyone, to your point. Give something to for the audience to to, to fester and to think yeah. and to Which, and mean, to make assumptions. Exactly, like, as you said, the twin thing. Pause as motorcycles drive by. Um, the twin <laughs> thing was that. Like, it was like perfect. Yes. With, like we're having twins, and that affects everyone. Exactly. And they're like whoa, where do we go from here? You know, totally. Yeah. Yeah, with we'll this see. with this season finale, like I don't even feel like guessing what's going to happen next season because it's like. It's either going to be very predictable or it's it's not going to live up to whatever idea that I have. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but but with the twins, it, it's like it's it was so like holy shit. This this which, will change everything. Yeah, which even then like they didn't even really like make it that big a deal. <laughs> like or, or they they didn't present it as like whoa this changes everything. Mm-hmm. It just did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure, sure, sure. But sure. it wasn't like presented in that way. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. Mm. All right. Well, if you had to rate this entire season, hmm. what would be your rating, ladies? <laughs> uh, well, you're the guest of honor. You go first. <laughs> okay. Um, I want to say six point five. Like, uh, it wasn't so. A rating of seven would be that I was satisfied. That I felt it was a good season. It definitely wasn't the best season, and it definitely wasn't the worst, just like how we mentioned at the top of the episode. Um, But if I had to give it anything, uh, give it a number, it would be 6.5. I would have liked liked to see more um, when it comes to the development of certain characters. Uh, But in, like, just general topics, I felt like a lot of the topics kind of, like, they've done the racism topic before, and I think they did it well in other episodes. They did... Um, fucked up shit that the United States history has done, or, or like, like the whole internment camp, and like again, I felt like they went, they could have gone deeper in that issues with um, drug use, right? 
they could they've they've done better before with alcoholism. So I don't know, and and just relationships. Like I guess Matt's relationship is the only one that that I actually enjoyed. I don't say enjoyed, but I felt like I have some kind of connection with. Mm. So some strong points, but six point five definitely. Sorry, no, no, no. I, I would say definitely not a five, definitely not less than five, but I think 6.5 is pretty close. Do you feel that Matt is your, like, character that you sort of, like, relate to or, like, feel the most sort of, like, I see myself in that? This season, yes. Okay. Because his relationship with Shauna and him ending high school or him being in college and not knowing w- what to do with his life, like, like mm-hmm. I, I always feel like that's just a personal thing with with me and i would assume a lot of people have that feeling too it's like you feel like there's something else that you want to do but you never like seize that moment you never jumped on that opportunity and and i feel like it's it's not something you i mean you for sure deal it at the end of high school you for sure have that struggle in college and a lot of people still have that 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 struggle today like they're in a lot of jobs that they don't like they they know they're not doing what they're passionate about and i think matt of all the characters actually expressed that the most and so at least this season, he resonated with me the most. But it's still my favorite character, Simon. Oh. So, yeah. 6.5. T, your rating and mm-hmm. your most related to character? Mm-hmm. I can't relate to anybody in this season at all. Even like even like a side character? Mm-mm. Really? Mm-mm. Not even Ronald? No, I'm kidding. Kidding. <laughs> oh, Ronald. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think God. I can relate to anybody really in this episode. I mean, episode. I mean, in this season. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say that I've had a few a few good laughs in this season. Maybe more than before. Maybe or maybe I'm just enjoying our conversation. Mm-hmm. Our conversations are. I mean, our sessions course, more. Of course you are. No kidding. <laughs> um. Yeah, dude. Six. Okay. Mm. <laughs> like you're like really. Thin. I don't know. Why I always feel like like after you rate it, I'm like, cool, good rating. Like I have to qualify your rating somehow. Like why? Why is that important? Yeah, no, I can. I I feel a six is fine because I want to say that I'm enjoying that they're trying to experiment. They're trying to make some bold moves. Some, not that many. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're just trying. I yeah. think I, I so for that I can say okay good job and Simon and Dina just always cute Matt mm, whatever there's there was a lot of disappointments in, in this <laughs> season I will say that yeah. but yeah, I'm I'm sticking with the six cool yeah Lady J Ugh. yeah I really I was just listening to you two talk and not thinking about my own ratings at all um, I'm I'm right there with you guys, honestly. Like I have the same thoughts and criticisms and and ideas about the season. Like there were things I loved, mm-hmm. and there were things that were funny and I enjoyed, and there were things that I was just like, this is the stupidest piece of garbage I've ever seen, and like why am I doing this to myself, you know? Mm-hmm. So what does that really even come out to in the end? And I, and and I always say this, like if you were to average out my episode episode my episode by episode ratings, I'm sure it'd be way higher than what I'm about to say, which is a 6.5. Like, like I, th- I think my ratings would probably come out to like a seven and a half or something, you know, but like it gotcha. doesn't feel like that when you look at it overall. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like it rises above a seven, mm. you know, because it's just not that great mm-hmm. as far as seasons go. This is true. So, All right. 6.5s. 
Or no, two 6.5s and a 6. Mm-hmm. I'm always the mean one. As the Doughboys would call it, we're in the hand-holding club. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so I think we did it, mm-hmm. right? All right, so as always, don't yeah. forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Do all them things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my, my rude boys and my tings. Tings. Um, you can write to us at show at gmail.com or find us on all the places at forheavenssakepod. And until next time, where we dive into season five. Yeah. Uh, bye. Bye. Peace. <laughs>